Is that Vader? Hi, Vader. Hi, baby. Is he going to lap kitty? (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Look at that big boy. He's big. Big Vader. Big boy. Big bad Vader. Oh, my goodness. What a cutie. He's so, he's such a sweetheart. I love him. All right. We have, we have a recording of us peeing and now. (laughs) Vader. Vader doting on. (laughs) Star Wars Uh, can on a Star Trek podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. It's perfect. (laughs) Did you hear Bobby? Oh, was there, is he, is he angry now? He's right next (laughs) to me. He heard me talking about giving compliments to Vader and he. (laughs) <laughs> what about me? He heard, he heard my voice, and he He's, was like, he, "Bobby gets extremely yeah. jealous." Yeah. Uh, he will literally, when we start petting other cats, he will literally insert himself between us and the other cat to be like, "Pet me instead." So, yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Newbie Star Trek. Scott's back here with us. Hi, Scott. Scott. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Glad to be How back. Are you? How are you? This is the first, uh, I guess, horny episode you're joining us for. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I missed it's out. I missed out, I missed out on the the Captain's Holiday, Captain's Log Speedo <laughs> episode, <laughs> sadly. But I mean, there was some horniness in that the Picard episode. Yeah, that's true. And there's a little bit of horniness. That's in, right. In in yesterday's Enterprise, there's some romance. Tasha and Tasha and yeah. old uh, Shooter McGavin. Yeah, there Almost, are very um, I mean, few episodes that are completely devoid of horniness. Yeah. There's always a background element of horniness. Well, Some, this is unique right. because it's a workplace. Um, yeah. Re- relationships. <laughs> I can't very wait to interested. get into the oogie-ness of this. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it moral to imagine your coworkers like this? I don't know. We, we shall discuss. Well, there's is, is definitely a discussion. I was going to say, Dan, Dan and I used to have a joke that no matter what movie you're watching, somewhere off screen, there was always butt sex happening somewhere. It was so. mostly your joke. <laughs> you joined it. Uh, but listen, I played along, but I really, I really I Nate, Nate was the one who played on, played along the most. Nate. They say, they say that, they say that every time there's this awkward silence, somebody's thinking about Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I can believe well, that. Well, now we will be. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I will never not think about it's like, that it's like, ever don't again. Don't think of elephants. Yeah. yeah. Right, oh, exactly. No. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> okay, well, we're newbie Star Trek. Elephants are bastard animals. So <laughs> I will not think about them. <laughs> uh, we're here with Scott. I'm Marvin, and I'm here with Sarah, Ricardo, and Dan. Hey, guys. Hello. I'm pretty easy to tell which one I am, I think. Yeah, I'm Sarah. It is good to hear you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm Ricardo. (laughs) I'm Ricardo. Here's my voice. I can't do a good impression. You got to say say dude a lot. Just say dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wait, yeah. Dude in 69. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I'm Ricardo. (laughs) Dude, dude, I'm Ricardo, dude. Dude, I'm Ricardo, and 69 is my favorite number. (laughs) And you like to party. Yeah. And I like to party. And I like tahini. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. Okay, also there's Dan. Hello. <laughs> I'm the hardest to identify. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes you're common. Because you're always uh, hard. <laughs> sometimes I'm common. 
All right. So I was going to do, I was going to start off this podcast with uh, Sarah and I went on a trip a little while back and we went to a really weird uh, like thrift store and they had these Star Trek trading cards. So I'm going Ooh. to go through them right now live on the podcast. This is the original series cards. They've already been opened. So Ooh. I'm going to take a look real quick. Okay, so this so goes you on just YouTube, said that these cards are regarding yeah. TOS, right? These are TOS. The other one, which isn't opened yet, but I'm going to open is TNG. You can open it live on, on right now? Yeah, I'm going to open it now. He's going to so, okay. so They were manufacturing reduce. both sets of cards at the same time. Uh, yeah. yeah, they were. They were both Series 2 cards. So. Okay, Marvin's going to so. ruin our million-dollar trading cards by opening the package. Yeah. When well, you make it back, when you put this on YouTube, you just title it an <laughs> unboxing episode, and you'll get millions of views. Yeah. You'll make the money back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you really should have put the camera on, on the cards. <laughs> this is the funniest card. Can you hold your about? camera so it's facing the cards? Oh, yeah, I will. Like the an first- unboxing. Oh, I see. Yeah. Like an unboxing. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. wait, hang on. I'll do that. Look, okay. So the first oh, yeah, card. Right at the crutch. Right at the crutch. Right at the crutch. There it is. The first yeah. card is a TV credit card. Oh. This is a, a card that's just a a, a card of credits um, from an episode. Closer, closer. Closer. Nice. That's camera. cool. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's fascinating. That's I actually like that. All right, what's that? That's a horror. Nice. Wait, is that one episode? Yeah, this no, is you for the bring episode. It, you gotta bring it closer, sir. This is we for the episode. Yeah, dude. It's no, like no, you never. It's this like is, never this done is, an unboxing. Okay, video. so this is a. So this is for. I never. Yeah, this is for. This a card. is not TNG. What is this? This is TOS. This Who's is, that lady? This, this is like six episodes <laughs> worth of credits. Sarah, you wow. need to keep up. We've already gone over <laughs> this, that. This is, is TOS. I have a uh, question, Marvin. Oh, she looks familiar. Yes. Okay. I have a. I have a quick question about that Uhura card. Yeah. Does it Scott list wants it already. her claimed it? Well, I I do. She's fantastic. But does it list her first name on that card? Uhura's uh, first name? Yes, it says Nichelle on it. No, well, that's Nichelle Nichols. That's the actress. Oh, 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 oh. Uhura's first name. Oh, it just says I Lieutenant. Think, I think Uhura. her name is Tim. No. Okay. Tim Uhura. N- okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I was. I'm curious. Just to, <laughs> yeah. I'm just. Some refer to me as Tim. Um, <laughs> So okay, the, they, they they developed her first name later on down the line. I was just oh, curious okay. on the timeline of the cards. Wait, what's her it. first name? I, I don't know. Nyota. Nyota? Oh, it's Nyota. Ni- okay. It's Nyota. Oh, it's Nyota. Um, yeah. Was that revealed in the Jajabram Star Trek? They did reveal that, yes. She's oh, from she's okay. she's related to the Navi. I think it may yeah. I think it I there's a possibility it may have been in one of the books, but I don't read the books, so I don't know. But yeah, they did it in uh the two thousand nine JJ movie. So gotcha. this, is, this is a, a screen cap from Scott Spock's brain. This is a famous Spock's episode. Brain. I have not seen TNG yeah. and I know of that episode. Uh, TOS. You've not seen or TOS. TOS, TOS, I should say. Uh, Patterns of Force. They're in what appears to be Nazi uniforms. So oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so out of context is so weird. That's great. I love it. They were, they were just at a Halloween party. They're not really Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I the baddies. <laughs> I'm a, oh, I'm a classic uh, episode. Just, just transporter controls. Okay. Um, someone's hands. Uh, this is okay. the way to Eden. He is he is doing oh. the Dragon Ball like tri- Triforce. Uh, beam. Isn't that like uh, the <laughs> no, sign for a vagina? Is that like the <laughs> sign for? <laughs> well, actually, th- that's the sign for a sword. Actually, which means penis. I think oh, yeah. this is a vagina. <laughs> oh, vagina's the other way. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember they did. Oh yeah, because they, they do that. They even do that in fucking uh, Da Vinci Code. Comics goes. This is a sword, which means penis. 
and this is <laughs> so like vagina a is not. I vagina. guess it's not an ups. It's not a right side up triangle. It's upside down. That makes yeah, more sense. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Here's Walt. This is a nice card of Walter Koenig, which is yeah. nice. Check. Uh, uh, oh crap! The original Christopher Pike, the actual original actor, versus mm. the new one. The real Slim Shady. Yeah, that's right. The Day of the Dove. I don't know this one, but there are swords. There are swords involved. Oh, the Day of the Dove was the first uh, introduction of the Klingons. Oh, and they like swords. Okay. All right. Spectre of the Gun. I know this episode. This is the Western Cowboy. Oh, that one's The inexplicably cowboy episode. Yeah. And Chekhov (laughs) gets some in that one. It's great. Yeah. And the Immunity Syndrome. I, I don't know this one. Uh, oh, yeah, they fly into an amoeba. It's fantastic. Right. Oh, <laughs> they, they tend to fly into things a lot, don't they? A lot, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's def- definitely not symbolism for anything whenever they do it. So I'm going to <laughs> now ruin the... It's not mint. Like, the air the air is already leaking from it, so it's open somewhere. Is, is there gum in there? <laughs> do, you, do you get, like, like a Bazooka oh, Joe gum or something? I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to try to not completely destroy the packaging if there is a gum in there you have to eat it i have to yeah. chew it for the podcast Ew. oh my I god agree. i agree do it dude i agree um, no this is please gonna, don't this i don't gonna, feel like going this, to the hospital tonight this is gonna be preemptive you know like that that youtube channel <laughs> yeah. where, where he eats old mres from like yeah World he War eats I. like the yeah. all the old army food and yeah, he'll like actually be me. smoke yeah, the, the old cigarettes TKLs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the old TKLs. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. it's just Picard and Worf from Sins of the Father. Uh, I, uh-huh. I even know where that's that's from. No, wait, no, hey. this is not from Sins. Oh, this is a spoiler. Don't, don't oh, yeah. that. Oh, I know that was showing us everything, Marvin. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Picard and Q. People listening can't even see any of it. <laughs> First episode, Picard and Q. This is oh, Encounter yeah. of Farpoint. Oh, okay. Ooh, Kalair. I retroactively found out he, she is very popular in Star Trek fandom. Oh, uh, the, the hot okay. Klingon? Yeah, the hot but Klingon. Say, Hell but yeah, you still dude. said her name wrong. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what, how is do you it say? Kalar? It's Kalar. Kalar. Oh, okay. Sorry. I won't be that, I won't no, be no, that guy. No, no, please. Because otherwise, I'll just be like, hey, Kaylee. This hey, killer. Is, uh, uh, killer. She's killer, right? Hey, killer. killer. <laughs> yeah. Kalal. Uh, Kalal. Uh, <laughs> Troy and Crusher. Luke They're not having fun. Oh, uh, that was very serious. Just the battle they're- section. That's kind of cool. It's oh, just the battle, the battle oh, section yeah. of the Enterprise. Um, nice. Uh, <laughs> remember me. It's just, it's just Beverly looking pensive. Oh. The most toys... I don't remember this episode. That's your next episode. That's coming so I in. I wouldn't show. That's, oh, coming, okay. that's coming in. Okay. In fact, that <laughs> this whole like collector card angle might have been more appropriate for that. Yeah. Right. Good call. Deja Q. Ooh. Oh. It's, it's just a picture coming? of I like Data that one. With the, his head exploded off. So there's that. Oh, who watches the Watchers? Um, um, Jonathan Frakes in that outfit, oh my gosh, which is great. I love that. I need that <laughs> this framed. This hot uh, bangs. Samaritan Snare, the fucking Pollocks. Uh, mm. So, or Pockleds. I, uh, I, I think it's my right. The Pockleds. Yeah, Pockleds. Pockleds. Yeah. <laughs> you make a strong. <laughs> uh, the loss. Uh, I have a vague the recollection. Of, yeah, I have a vague recollection of that one. I remember that one. Yeah. Um, and probably, just, I don't think we've ooh, seen that one yet. Oh, this is a huge spoiler card. And so we will not be showing this card at all. 
Oh boy. Don't that, show the viewers at home. That was almost bad. <laughs> that was almost bad for Ricardo and Sarah. Okay. So there we go. <laughs> God, I can Ooh. almost imagine what it is. Is it a spoiler for some point in this season or yes, is it a it later is. season? It's, it's massive. I know, Beverly, I know exactly what that card that probably was. Beverly and, uh, and uh, Picard 69ing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's one it. episode that just opens with it and you're yeah. like, oh, wow, time skip. And that's that's how you know it's a time. It's schedule. Beverly well, showing uh, Picard the birth certificate for Wesley Crusher. You yeah. are the father. Well, while they're sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a it's a it's a very efficient expositional scene. There's a lot happening at once. Yeah, laying down a lot of pipe. <laughs> yeah. You know Speaking of that. laying down pipe, uh, we watch Hollow Pursuits this week. Don't forget uh, to readjust your camera, Marvin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. keep that one. Keep that one. <laughs> Stick a look at your crotch, yeah. buddy. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of laying pipe. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, yeah, we watched Hollow Pursuits, which introduces uh, one of my favorite TNG characters ever, Barkley. Tim. Yes. Tim Barkley. Um, <laughs> Broccoli. Broccoli. Is his name, actually. I had forgotten that was the joke. That Broccoli that joke there, back. Oh, you'll see. You'll see what he comes back for. Broccoli. <laughs> Okay, because um, yeah, yeah, I think we're we're almost to the point where I stopped watching. So like, oh, okay. I am quick. I am fast approaching newbie status again. Yeah, Not so we, <laughs> so we watch Hollow Pursuits this week. Uh, it first aired April thirtieth of nineteen ninety. Now, Dan, sure did. what oh. do you know about April thirtieth of nineteen ninety? Would would would, you, would it help if we zoomed around and you would would that help you? We need to go around the sun. God oh damn God. It. Whoa, okay, so um, this happened in April, uh, I don't have an exact date for this, but I did want to bring it up just because it's kind of an interesting bit of uh, video game trivia, mm-hmm. surprise. Um, Snake's Revenge, which was was released in the month of April of 1990, it was a sequel to the original uh, Nintendo Metal Gear, but it was made specifically for the Western market by Konami's Ultra Games division and without Hideo Kojima's involvement. Oh, Hideo Kojima would later release a true sequel to Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, on the MSX later that year. Wait, Metal Gear 2 is not Snake's Revenge? Mm-mm. Oh, well, I mean, oh. Snake's Revenge often is uh, cited like as a Metal Gear 2, but it's not the official Metal Gear 2. Oh, I did not know that. I'd always yeah, it's, I it's never... a Western only Metal Gear 2. It's almost like okay. a Super Mario Brothers. It's almost like a Super Mario Brothers 2 situation, except like it's a completely brand new made game. Right. right. And it, yeah, they were both intended to be sequels to the original. That's fascinating. OK, because I, I didn't even know it split that way. I yeah. wonder if that's supposed to change the ending of, of, of Metal Gear Solid 5 or not. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Just a weird little bit of trivia. Interesting to me. Um, also, uh, I forgot to bring this up uh, last week, but uh, also one thing that happened uh, on 420 that year was uh, oh, the yeah. Japanese release of the very, very first Fire Emblem game, which was notable Ooh. for its uh, unique feature of being able to permanently lose your soldiers when they die. Yeah, they were blazing it with emblems. They sure were. Yeah. Oh, and then yeah. the final thing that I have for this trip around the sun is on April 24th, the 35th mission of the U.S. Space Shuttle program launched all up into space. And this time there was some extra hubbub about it because it was carrying the goddamn Hubble Space Telescope. <laughs> um, and I think that ended up being the most iconic piece of cargo that shuttle ever took. Well, yeah, I mean, sure that died probably. It was... <laughs> well, no. right. And uh, I did notice... Uh, Scott's Lego model of it in his room. Hell yeah. Oh, I thought you were just, you were, I thought you had a question. I was just, Sorry. No, no, no. I, 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 <laughs> he's raising my hand here. No, no, that's it. For a moment, I thought he was imitating Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. 
It's wild that we're still using the Hubble telescope. It's crazy. Yeah, that, like, it, like, it launched 32 years ago, and we're yeah, still finding a, new shit with it. <laughs> it's a good piece of tech. Well, well, now they got the web telescope out there, so that's yeah. They, they that one up nuts. It. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, but I feel like every time I think about images of the space shuttle, like with its big cargo cavity open in space, there's always a Hubble Space Telescope spilling out of it. Uh, <laughs> Basically, <don't> cavities. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, oh. that's a trip around the sun. Thank you, Dan. Thank you very much. Well, all right, you're welcome. While we're around the sun, well, we're back. We're back from around the sun. Let's go into some of these sponsors, shall we? Hell One yeah. of the sponsors, ExpressVPN. Listen, do you want to look at raunchy photos of the Hubble Space Telescope? Hell Don't yeah. want anyone to know about it. I do. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're gonna. One, you look at something other than Google Chrome <laughs> when, while you're doing this, and two, uh, use use a good VPN because a good VPN will mask whatever you're looking for from your ISP. ExpressVPN is one of these VPNs. You know how they're good? Because all these other governments have tried to get their hands on user data from ExpressVPN, and they've all failed. And if all they got was can't hot Cheetos it, out of them. Yeah, all, all they got was hot Cheetos and turkey juice. Yeah. That's all they could get, dude. That's uh, not bad. That's not bad. I mean, the government walked away like being like, that's fine. Sure. We got yeah. turkey juice. It was a suitable bribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and, it, and it's practically... Easy to use too because you can install it on almost every device you can think of. If you want and you just want to set it and forget it, never work about it, you can put in a little work, get it going, running on your modem so that it's all or your router so that it's always running. Yeah. And it's fast. If you have a fast internet, it still does 500 up, 500 down, which is really fast. Most servers can't even do more than 500 down. So that's expressvpn.com slash newbie star trek. And if you guys want to sign name. up, it's, yeah. it's, it's express. Yeah, it's it's fast. Yeah, yeah. It's we, we didn't we didn't uh, we don't have an affiliate called slow ass fucking express you know? <laughs> slow ass VPNs. Slow ass VPN. It's expressvpn.com slash newbie Star Trek. And if you sign up for 12 months, you get another three months for free. That makes the whole deal 49 percent off, which is a pretty dang good deal. So, again, that's expressvpn.com slash newbie Star Trek. Also, we got one last thing this week. Uh, mm-hmm. We're doing another podcast swaparoo thing again. This time, it's with a podcast called 1980s Now. And like before, I took a listen to make sure it's not some weird racist podcast or something. So, <laughs> and, I mean, uh, it is the 80s we're talking here, ostensibly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I took a listen. It's a lot of fun. It kind of actually reminds me of our discussions, except they like to talk about the 1980s. So yeah. here's here's uh here's their little promo they sent over to us. Hey, I'm Will. And I'm Kat. Oh, that was loud. Sorry. <laughs> if you love 1980s pop culture, you'll love 1980s now. Each week we discuss our favorite 1980s media. Like movies, TV shows, music. Yeah, we chat with our favorite 1980s celebrities. Let's see, we got a lot of those. Uh, and sometimes it's more meaningful, like affirmations with D. Wallace. And other times, uh, Alex Winter tells us what Bill and Ted's phone booth smells like. Smelly. But it's always fun. And sometimes there's a surprise game, like right now, because once again, it's time to play... When you think of garbage, think of Aki. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, stop. darn. I thought you had some. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to miss the 1980s. You can have your 1980s now. Because that's the name of the show. Did you think people got that part? Uh, <laughs> yes. 
that's that's, the, yeah. Yeah, that's the podcast. That. I get Aish. it. I got it. It's like it's like if you wanted the nineteen eighties now. All right, I'm gonna be real with y'all. <laughs> at least, at least one of those references went right over my head. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I was like Alex real. Winter. I know that at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> winter. the winter, the winter of discontent. Yeah, D Wallace. Yeah, yeah, D Wallace. I know that one. Yeah, guys, if you if you went over to that, if you're coming from that podcast because you heard our ad on that podcast. Mm. And you're here, you're new, and you're used to them, like, you know, censoring themselves. I'm Fuck, sorry. Dude. You're I'm in the so wrong sorry. Buckle podcast. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm um, so sorry, We everyone. seem to be bluer than most other podcasts you've <laughs> yeah. up against. Yeah. Um, uh, they boy. say blue is the warmest color. That's what I've heard. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, dude. I've only seen it that. It goes all the way around the rainbow, yeah. and then you're right back to blue. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I like it. So, yeah, so if you're easily offended, eh, no, no hard feelings, you know? This isn't the podcast for you. Yeah. But if you like to party, like fucking Riker likes to party. And Tasha likes to party. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, or this guy, Tim, Tim Stevens, or whatever his name is. The Tim <laughs> guy. This guy fucks, dude. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is where we... This is where we start getting a little, a little hot and heavy. So, yeah. If well, you... well, Denise is going to ask a pretty hot and heavy question right now. Yeah. Ricardo, could you please tell us what happened in this episode? Well, Denise, slow down. First of all, slow down. Um, <laughs> slow your roll. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Denise, ease up. <laughs> First thing I noticed with this episode, right off the bat, is one of my favorite shows from the 80s. Speaking of the 80s, mm. um, nice. one of my favorite shows was The A-Team. Mm, and I yes. noticed immediately that the actor that's the kind of like, like lead guest star of, of the episode yes. um, is played by the same guy that plays Howling Mad Murdoch on the 18th. Dwight Schultz. That's right. Yeah. Dwight uh, Schrute. Um, <laughs> the original Dwight Schrute. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and he's great. He's a great actor and he has a great range and... I'm here for it. He's a great, great guy. Um, but that's- were you so? I were you there for the live, you know, airings of the A Team? I don't know how old everybody is, but I was, I was not. not. I was not. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm trying to look at the date right here, real quick. Um, the A Team aired um, probably. A, oh, wait a minute. No, I'm looking, uh, the A Team aired from 1983 to 87. No, I was there for reruns. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm the only one. I might have caught it the end of 87. But I, I was probably like seven or eight, but I, yeah. I, it's all the, A-team, the A-team was my jam back in the day. Like I, I, I was, so I was born in 70. So I was well into the A-team in my early teens watching that shit. And Mad-Eye Murdoch, favorite character easily. Just he was his... Just the quirkiness, that character was great. The mm-hmm. fact that helicopters would crash into the side of a cliff and then the people <laughs> would crawl out of the fire yeah. because no, nobody died on the 18. They couldn't, sh- they, for, they couldn't show anybody die. But it was, yeah, fantastic. But I'm right on board with that, that like he was the best part of that show. I wonder how many 1980s action things changed children's perceptions about physics <laughs> you can, you can be in a helicopter like crash and all my out. childhood yeah, yeah. I did the dukes like, of hazard like just yes, jumping right. a, 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 a you know a 1970s yeah. charger off of a cliff and you just or, drive away because or like, you just bounce a little Mary bit Poppins has away. probably killed at least a dozen children <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> for sure. 100%. Uh, Commando um, has broken many windows. Ding, 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 ding. And then inspired a lot of uh, kids to become um, <laughs> steel drum yeah, players. Steel drum yeah. fucking players. <laughs> The most prolific being I love that soundtrack. It's yeah, so it's fun. And they went on to do Girls Gone Wild commercials. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Same guy. Same, yeah. same people, yeah. Yeah, no, he's actually it inspired yeah. Francis Dylan Francis, whatever is his fucking name. <laughs> Francis Daly or whatever his name. Um, anyway, so this guy, Howling Matt Murdock, and, you know, I don't give a shit what his character's name is. He's getting murdered from now on. Um, so y- the episode starts off, and, and, y- Immediately, I knew it was off because, like, <laughs> what's your name comes in? Uh, Count Troy. Troy, yeah, comes yeah. in and hot she, AF, yeah, and she's she's kind of like walking a little sultry, and I'm like, something's off. And then there's yeah. there's this guy Murdoch at mm-hmm. the bar, and um, Galen Guinan 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 is tr- is like gonna about to cut him off, and he's like, and he grabs yeah. a bottle, and he's like, honey, nobody cuts me off. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude! And he nobody cuts cocky. him off from yeah. synth hall that doesn't affect anyone. Yeah. And then blame it to bluffs and steam, and that means hogging alcohol at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, then, like, who doesn't imagine this like scenario playing out in their own work life? Like, I don't know. As he listen, gets into listen, like Ricar- Ricardo and I, we we have were co- collectively dreamt. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? They went, the, they went the to job. bed with the drugs like an inception. At the job we both the met at, the, the job we both met at, it was very close. It was very <laughs> close to this. It was very close. I definitely like, there got are, into there were discussions. shoving mash, matches. <laughs> Just, did, did anyone get thrown over a chair like Jordy? Um, Jordy was <laughs> not thrown over a chair. Jordy got was, touched. Jordy got touched. And then he like flailed himself backwards yeah. dramatically. Yeah. Way to sell, Jordy. Uh, yeah. Scott, yeah, why don't serious. I work with you in an office anymore? We can recreate well, all these you scenes. You know, sir, I want to say that there were... There were times whenever I wasn't actually sitting in the room, I was actually in the break room, sitting at the table, waiting for uh, the hot whoever counselor of the company to walk in sultry style and for me to like tell, you know, the manager, don't pull out that sandwich out of the refrigerator. I've got this. There were definitely a couple hotties at our office that could have, you know, definitely filled this role. Did they all dress in blue, the hottest color? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's the warmest color. Sarah and I will have to talk about this afterwards, who she thinks, (laughs) who, we'll have to compare if we think the same hotties or the same hotties. Work work crushes, I'm sure. (laughs) Well, well also, to, to answer your question, no one was thrown over a chair. People did trip over chairs. <laughs> People tripped over chairs, and and me. I was one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? You actually did. Really? Yeah, Marvin, yeah, you trip a no. lot. Ricardo, <laughs> Ricardo saw me. Yeah. <laughs> you tripped on a chair, like you fell on the ground. Maybe not on both knees. But, oh my god, that's you know, embarrassing. I'm oh embarrassed yeah. for you. Oh yeah. Once I have secondhand well, embarrassment for you. <laughs> um, but we, we sabotaged you, Marvin. We did have booze myself in, in their office. <laughs> Because nice. Marvin, I, and well, like six other AEs um, shared an office, an actual like office that was it was secure. Yeah. So there was only one person above us that had the 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 key to get in. 
or like the the little key fob. Yeah, yeah. So there was never like like oh the producer a producer's gonna come in and like, find wild. us drinking. Yeah, yeah. So it was in like, fact the other person who was in charge would come in and warn us, hey producers <laughs> are coming. Yeah, cut with the booze and the fire. I'm sorry. <laughs> we had a we had a supervisor that, that I told him because he had a, a, a box of matches and I'm like you know if you put the match face down and you flick it it lights it on fire and he's like no way and he fucking did it and he's like oh my god it's still and he like so there was a there was a small fire oh my god in the office but not just that small. candles were lit often all the time uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so the guy would come out and say hey producer coming put out that Molotov yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah combine the booze wow. and, the, and the fire you get yeah yeah so but we we did have a ton of booze um Actually, when one of the producers left, uh, particularly one producer who liked, um, I'm not going to say what he liked. He liked a certain drug um, <laughs> and he, he had a lot of booze and he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I put my booze box out, out for, for grabs. So get in there before everybody else. Oh, they gave it. Oh, I didn't know that happened. Yeah. Oh, that's so sick. I got, I, got, I got like two really good bottles. I knew he had like a huge stash. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Oh, okay. He just gave them out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I, I'm sure he kept like the really, really fancy, fancy bottles. Right, right. But some just, of the stuff that, that was, I mean, was fancy to me. It was it was quite a cabinet. Mm-hmm. A hidden mm-hmm. cabinet of yeah. Of so, yeah. Um, but we had like we had like a full bar, by the way. We had like a full <laughs> bar in our office. Like, yeah, I had in, like in, vodka. a giant I had a giant bottle of vodka in my current job office that I work at, and it it's mysteriously disappeared. Oh. <laughs> Don't you Someone's work at home? Thinking. No, I, I do. <laughs> Marvin, Marvin, can you explain this? <laughs> oh, no, my, this my is last the office job. that I go to every now, once and every, once every six months. <laughs> gotcha. You know, you know, you know when you go to a restaurant and they have those trolley, like those trolleys that are like for bartenders that are like filled with booze and tools. Yeah, my last job had that just in the corner of the editing space. For just, American listeners, a trolley is a cart. Uh, yes, it's a push cart. <laughs> We're Americans. Um, <laughs> oh wow! Sorry, I derailed you so badly from no, this. No, we, we, we derailed this. The, the episode po- derails the, itself. Yeah, this podcast never derails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, this was really weird. So Matt Murdock fucking manhandled. Fucking- <laughs> Matt Murdock. <laughs> no, we're in Daredevil. Yeah. This is fantastic. Uh, he manhandles fucking Jordy, throws him out of the fucking way. Basically, <laughs> Jordy's a supervisor, and he's like, "Ah, get the fuck out of here, beat it, dude." Yeah. And then fucking Riker shows up, and he's like, dude, "And he's like, real. hey, pal, <laughs> hey, pal, what are you doing here?" And then fucking he manhandles he manhandles fucking uh, Riker as well. He's like, get the fuck out of here, you fucking bitch ass fool. Um, he really does. I hate seashells, and I hate, <laughs> and uh, no, and, not and, now. And then he goes over to to Deanna, and he's like, hey, what's up, baby? Um, yeah. And he's like, and she was like, oh my god, I've been. I gotta be this honest. Forever. This is this is the most attractive Marina Sirtis has looked. Yeah, in the they so really far. like upped up her. Ooh. Like her face is like super fucking smooth. Like I don't know if they have fucking filter on her, but she looks. Like flawless. Yeah. She said, Marina, we're we're having an episode. We need you to work out for a couple of weeks. (laughs) Tighten it up a little bit. Oh my god. She She looks she she looks great. And she's raw dogging him from from (laughs) across across the room. 
uh, maybe raw dog is the wrong word. I'm sorry. sorry. With her mad eyes. Dog mad dog. With her is, mad, mad, mad dog yeah. is maybe and, the better uh, word. Mad sorry. eye dogging. Mad, <laughs> mad eye. Uh, mad eye moody dogging, dogging him. Yeah. From across the room. And she's inviting him over. Yeah. And then you realize that it's a, all a holodeck simulation. And the thing Which that Ricardo wondered me. if it's happening on the yeah. start. And you know what? It, it confirmed. This confirmed to me <laughs> yeah. that this is the sole purpose <laughs> of the totally, holodeck. Totally. It, yeah. it just like really made purpose. it concrete. That's why there's nobody mating because they're like, uh, I don't want to talk to that girl. I could just fuck her in, in the goddamn holodeck. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it, it's oh, also no. it's also proved that there's no oversight over the holodeck. No yeah. one's going yeah. like, oh, no. that's true. Uh-uh. It's it's totally like Westworld in there. Like people are just killing <laughs> and fucking dude. Yeah. And yeah. and the computer's not ratting anybody out. Like they're like, well. What happens in the holodeck stays in the holodeck. Yeah. It's um, the Duck Duck Go of holodecks. Yeah. Not- <laughs> yeah. By the way, Duck Duck Go VPN's has now always a on. web browser and uh <laughs> and it's uh it's pretty awesome. You can get on the on the beta. It's beautiful fucking it's beautiful. Private. And even if browser. you don't use their browser, DuckDuckGo, the search engine mm-hmm. is also a search engine that does not track any or keep any logs of your searches. There's they no, burn no them. Account. Okay, guys, we get it. You're into weird porn. <laughs> yeah. We like, we like dark 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 porn. We I'll get be honest. It. Don't have a holodeck, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We get it. We got it. You got your duck duck goes and your so, VPNs so, and your. So the Google no search one's find has, out. A- has actually been less accurate for me every once <laughs> in a while. Laughing. He knows it. Dan's laughing. <laughs> Well, like I would like search for like I'm trying to like find a problem in Avid, and I'm no, like trying Marvin, to figure out. No, I don't out. want to hear about you. you no, can keep okay, it to yourself. Well, okay, I'm trying to like it's like I try to like Google, like <laughs> troubleshoot a problem in Avid. I can't find the right articles, and then I look like look at it and DuckDuckGo, and it finds it, and I realize the issue. Yes, you're is looking up Google, articles. <laughs> well, because Google now has a search algorithm that's based around ads and also personalized to you, which makes the search worse. Mm. So, but but DuckDuckGo, it's just like, no, these are what people are actually looking for. Here you go. And it's actually more accurate now. Yeah, it turns out that the tip you needed was on a porn editor's forum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weird. That would, be, weird that would be amazing if there's like a corner of Pornhub. It's just professional porn editors. And they're all just, they have tutorials and they're all just hey working man, together. It's all on video up. content. <laughs> you know, look, if you have, if you have to fucking blur out a fucking turd, this is what you do. Yeah. What's the um, fastest way to mosaic something? Well, it's, it's, it's all <laughs> how to walk it's, around a bed in one shot and keep two people in frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, exactly. some, you got some of these shots, you got to stabilize. They're moving a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cameraman yeah, got a little too zealous. <laughs> um, so immediately you you see what's going on and and then um there's Jordy and 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 Riker are on the I don't know they're fucking on a cargo bay or some bullshit <laughs> and they're dealing with some fucking there's some some smoky stuff some like fucking flux capacitor bullshit dude <laughs> and uh, and it's got a lot of dry ice and this yeah, dude this timid dude shows up and he he he's like gonna hide and, <laughs> yeah. And and fucking Jordy's like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you fucking late, you piece of shit, dude? Get over here, dude. Why are you hiding over there, dude? And what he, I think what he's hiding is his boner. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he just came. From, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's 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 sad because uh, you see the Jordy in the simulation, and you're like, wow, that's a really exaggerated, mean version of Jordy. Yeah. And yeah. then you see Jordy in real life, and you're like, wow, Jordy is that mean to him. Yeah, he's actually yeah. kind of yeah. mean. Actually, <laughs> everyone's kind of mean to him. If he wasn't so creepy, I would feel mildly a little bad for him. Well, be- be- 
because Reg says later in the episode when when Jordy catches him, he says he basically calls Jordy out and says it was I essentially the one person that was making me feel this way was you. Yeah. So he yeah. is the most accurate representation of how his feelings were towards Jordy. Yeah. So it does yeah. make sense that he's sort of a dick. And then Jordy. The funny thing about that is, is he he throws Jordy around in the ten forward simulation, and then Jordy just like cowers, runs out the door, leaves yeah. like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like he runs off because like, he's late for another simulation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got to he's got to go find his the girl that he made out with in the Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, the, the and the mandolin, Captain Corelli's mandolin. Um, yes. And so um, basically, you find out. That, so this episode really is about a couple of things. It's about management. How to like how to deal with people you manage. Yeah, it's it's, it's literally just this, yeah. just just employee management. How to be a and, good manager. Yeah. And it's, it's a little bit about porn addiction. In, mm-hmm. in a way, kind of. Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a little bit about having anxiety and how to deal, again, management, management shit. Like, how do yeah. you deal with somebody who is timid or who can't deal well, play well with others? Like, how do you? Yeah. Like, yeah. is that a good excuse for labeling and mistreating him just mm-hmm. because he's kind of different and, you know, he's he likes to spend time alone? Like, they really characterize him as, like, yeah. a weirdo, which is not really... Nice. Because it now turns out he's brilliant. It, he turns yeah. out he's actually quite good at his yeah. job of giving yeah. the opportunity. He, he, uh, he, and the, and the, like, the moment the moment they give him just one little attaboy or like, hey, mm-hmm. like, you know, do this, he he immediately comes out of his shell. And he works like crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. when he comes up to him later and is like, oh, okay, we have to check all the power converters. Like, oh, I'm already going to do that. Like, because he got one yeah. compliment essentially <laughs> yeah right yeah. So. well and also you find out that maybe he he isn't late all the time because he's just late i mean he, he is late because he's watching porn but sometimes he's late because <laughs> he's fun. actually working you know yeah yeah he or says like, one of the things like, he's, he's like i've been working for like 13 hours straight motherfucker i mean yeah. as as a manager let's try to be on time okay <laughs> let's, let's let's just try to be on time. That's all. So I have a quick question. So <laughs> so so an hour. Riker, That's how late I showed up to work. An hour late and not said anything. <laughs> Riker calls him. Riker inadvertently says, "Yeah, Lieutenant Broccoli, right?" Which yeah. is oh a whole my running thing. No, no, no. And then it, Jordy, wasn't, it, wasn't it Picard who says Broccoli calls him Broccoli? No, no. In that first scene, when the first oh, scene, yeah. Jordy, first Jordy scene, and yeah. Riker are talking about him, he's like, "Oh yeah, I've heard, I've heard many things about Lieutenant Broccoli," and Jordy kind of gives him a quizzical look he's like oh that that's kind of what's wesley mentioned that and jordy says yeah well it fits what the yeah. fuck is that? What is Braga? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, does His he hair look looks like, like Florets? <laughs> He's a yeah. vegetable. What is the bro? I mean, like, I think yeah, that's a weird. I, I think or this, weird this time game. of like around 1990, broccoli had this reputation as like oh, the food yeah. that everyone hates. Uh, this is the food that all kids hate. Kids are always told eat your broccoli, and no one fucking wants yeah. to do it because okay. no one knew how to cook back then. I mean, Doctor Hibbert said it's the most deadly vegetable known to man. So, yeah, yeah, I love I, broccoli. I love broccoli. I love broccoli. I think the public opinion has turned raw. completely around on broccoli. Broccoli. The problem oh, yeah. is that Americans, especially mm. white Americans, used to just whoa, boil broccoli. <laughs> 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 they used to just boil the broccoli <laughs> and just yeah. serve yeah. the boiled broccoli. That's that's disgusting. But thanks to Dragon Ball Z, everything turned around. Like, he should have been. He should have been. He should have been nicknamed <laughs> the, the ca- cauliflower. Yeah, legendary Saiyan broccoli. 
<laughs> they shouldn't name well, that, broccoli. But, that, but that's good. I, I, I appreciate the context and I appreciate the clarification because I was watching that's that going, true. like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Why does the nickname fit? Like, he's awkward. He's yeah, weird. Why does that? I guess because Wesley is the kid. He says broccoli because he hates broccoli. So he hates. <laughs> he's rich. 17 at this point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what business well, is he's still, 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 still a kid. Yeah. I guess also, it's never, it's never fucking okay to come up with a nickname for someone that they didn't like bless or approve. That's so mean. Uh, we used to do it all the yeah. time at work. <laughs> That's so mean. Snack train. The lizard. <laughs> no. Those are good though. Except yeah. for shitty people. Except, you know what? There's a couple people I can think of at work that I would definitely be like, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All you need to all you need to do is meet the one person who deserves it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can think of a couple. Off. I can think of a couple <laughs> managers that I'd want to take to the holodeck for sure. One hundred percent. To do what? To do what? <laughs> take off the safety protocols and just yeah. shiv them. To punch <laughs> me inside. the shit out of them. Yeah. Um. So. Um, Broccoli Pete, uh, old Murdoch, uh, you find out that, you know, he's <laughs> kind of clumsy a little bit. He's kind of awkward. And, um, this, the stuff that's in, um, in the, um, containers, they spill. And this one dude goes and tries to pick it up. And, and so does, um, O'Brien, right? O'Brien. O'Brien. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, 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 I mean, there's no spoiler alert because you, you probably seen this episode. Or if, and if not, then that's your business. Um, but <laughs> then why are you listening they, to this? That's how, yeah, yeah that's seriously, get, we're not here to how, walk you through the episode. <laughs> that's how they get. Com- that's how they get contaminated, and they go yeah. and affect other systems. Mm-hmm. It's some. Um, this is the only thing I didn't like about this episode. This MacGuffin thing was very stupid. Like, oh, <laughs> the dry ice. It's a weird thing, and it affects the things and everything they touch. Now is fucked up. Um, I thought I actually I the only thing about it that I thought was inelegant and it's a general complaint I have about Star Trek is that like there is this is not a world with any PPE at all. So if like a container of something spills and it looks like hazardous, don't just sure. go up with your raw hands and just start touching everything. At least put on some gloves. They don't have an express, express <laughs> VPN of gloves. You know? yeah. Look, I guess in this timeline for Star Trek, they didn't go through. They didn't have a pandemic before yeah. to have PPE around. And yeah. or why was why was there yeah. some kind of like contamination alert? Yeah. yeah, just like oh, a weird thing is showing up because computer sort of identifies something that will contaminate organic matter, glass, and all that later when Reg. Spoiler alert. Right. Uh, you know when he when he sort of calls it out. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind the fact that it was the was the shit coming out of the broken container because you know it was a weird thing that they said. Oh, these weird ass aliens haven't like evolved. You know the way that we've evolved, and they're using this old uh, chemical and whatnot. It, mm. But the fact that they get to it so quickly at the end, which is another Star Trek thing, where it's like there's mm. five minutes left in the episode, we have to discover exactly <laughs> what happened. He's yeah. like, oh. Like they do, they bang off A, B, C, and D, and they, they get the, they get there it's very all quickly. <laughs> it's, it's all, all techno jargon. Yeah, it's, it's really fast. Yeah, but yeah, thirty seconds till self destruct. It's weird. Like, the ship. It's yeah. weird. The ship didn't recognize. Like, oh, this is now in the atmosphere. Well, yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, there's plot, a scene. Plot armor. There's a scene where like they're all they're all the next one of the next scenes is. They're all discussing, like, they have a group meeting about this thing. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, they're all talking. Wesley's there. And again, 
<laughs> Look, I get that Wesley's fucking smart, but he's a fucking child. Like, <laughs> God damn it. He pisses me off. So much. <laughs> like, first of all, he gave him the nickname. I don't think, yeah. I, I don't think a child is responsible enough to give somebody a nickname. You know, <laughs> that takes like an adult to be like, no, broccoli's a stupid ass fucking nickname. <laughs> Call him weird Pete or something. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> that's fine. Call him Reg Call the Veg instead of Reg broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> Call him Matt Murdoch. Yeah. <laughs> Call him Howling Mad, you know? There you go. Um, and so, so they're talking and then he, he, he like has oh, this theory. Oh, what about this flux capacitor to this? And then, and then, uh, stupid fucking Wesley's like, well, that doesn't work because of this, this and that. And then later on, like, I could just see fucking Matt Murdoch. I mean, Matt, Matt, um, not Matt at all. Um, <laughs> broccoli Pete, uh, going yeah. like, Oh, fucking Wesley with fucking. And I can just see him like just losing his shit like fucking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like DiCaprio in his goddamn trailer. It's Wesley's fault. He's a piece of shit. But anyway, behind the scenes, Wesley started a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. So giving him the nickname and being a jerk to him. Although it's also it's also primarily Jordy just being such a jerk to him. So. Jordy talks to Deanna Troy and basically she says like, Oh, like you have to be kinder. Like you have to like, basically like maybe he doesn't have friends. Like actually she has like really good advice for, for the first time ever. She's mm. wrong about a lot of things all the time. <laughs> she sometimes doesn't serve a purpose on the ship. Cause like what she's hired for or what she's there for, she doesn't do mm-hmm. like she could have sensed, like she senses it. She could have been like, Jordy, no, this guy fucking works a lot. He's just stressed. And like, he doesn't know how to deal with it, and he's fucking watching way too much porn, dude. You, you gotta <laughs> cut off his Pornhub account. <laughs> you should see the hours he's logged on the holodeck, just fucking raw, dude. Um, and and what he's been doing is every time he's he's in a stressful situation, instead of talking to people or friends who that that he doesn't have, or just in generally socializing, he goes and he hides in the holodeck, and he. But the weird thing and is, he that, wants to make out with Troy. Yeah. Well, he wants to make out with with and Troy take a and Beverly la- and yeah. take a nap in their lap. <laughs> yeah. Like no, little yeah. baby. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, yeah, he wasn't weirdly. Well, I don't know. Weirdly, that's well. <laughs> you know, he was because in Ten Forward, Troy was the one coming on to him, and then in the yeah. Three Musketeers thing, it was is Crusher. So it was Beverly. It was Troy and Crusher. I take it back. I, yeah. I think that. Uh, I mean, clearly, this is censored for for TV, but. Th- in in the uncensored version of this of this what I imagine this episode would be is that Jordy walks in on him fucking like Deanna Troy. Oh yeah, I was oh, waiting yeah. for Hell that. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Hell yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And you were and waiting so- for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. I was waiting. Oh, <laughs> and a program aired in nineteen ninety in prime time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right time, right place. You right know what's kind of creepy is I kind of wonder like okay, so this is like where the women the prominent women in the show are being like really sexualized by like this crew, like Troy like, and that Crusher going and all that. And I was like, yeah, I was wondering like, is this a reflection what like the actual crew, f- the crew feels like about them? Like, you know what I mean? Like are some people walking around on set, like man, Troy's hot room, as fuck. I mean, the, the writing yeah, room as we know not. is quite, they're, they're quite horny. Yeah. Uh, like they wrote yeah. an episode. They're like, what if we could fuck our coworkers? Yeah. So like, okay, so here's a here's a perspective. So, for, okay, for one, I think it's really funny that Crusher is only in the episode 
as a hologram. Yeah. He's yeah. only there true, as, yeah. as a sex thing. Uh, but the and other a, thing and a is, weird old timey like Renaissance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a Renaissance <laughs> sex thing. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing is that um, I, I don't. He's like, I, don't, I only have hard ons for fucking <laughs> the, age the Dark Lord. Ages. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he that only equates to redheads. <laughs> he, yeah. he equates her medical knowledge to the Dark Ages because she's always killing people. She's like a plague. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, so I don't. I don't know the entirely the circumstances behind Gates McFadden's casting, but for Marina Sirtis, I believe it's because they saw her films in Canon films. And in canon films, she is unfortunately like the lady who is like, let's have you take your shirt off now scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in a few movies, I think. Wait, there and, are mm-hmm. nude scenes of her in other movies? In canon films. Her, she had a a, a pretty, ex- not extensive, but like a good filmography with canon films before she joined Star Trek. And they basically only used her in those films to like be in positions where you know, she's very compromised sexually. Um, oh, wow. So I, I, I think the people who cast uh, Marina Sirtis specific, I remember reading somewhere they'd cast her after seeing her in movies and they were like, oh, well, they, they're they, like, they we wa- need this like sexy. Yeah. They wanted the, the counselor to be sexy and they were like, well, yeah. she was sexy. Well, yeah. I mean, they have their feet, her foot episode. Yeah. They have, mm-hmm. I mean, this episode, which is like, they're not trying to shy. cover all the bases with her. About at all. And they have that weird stretching, you know, scissoring episode. I mean, they're really, (laughs) really trying with her. She's that's the foot episode. The foot episode is the scissoring episode. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. That episode did a lot of work. That episode was a two. But I guess my question is, I wonder if people felt like they were looking in a mirror a little bit. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I think they were. The holodeck is my bedroom at home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from pretty much the opening scenes, I just start getting uncomfortable thinking about what Marina Sirtis was feeling, like just constantly making out with this guy. Oh my God. I know. And they're really like making out. Like it's like, you know, it's like in there. It's it's some of the most explicit making out we've seen on the show. Oh, for sure. This is definitely like, yeah. Which leads us to a a discussion of, of ethics, I guess. Um, Yeah. Which is... (laughs) Is is it is it um is it okay to replicate a coworker and fuck them in the in, in, in the <laughs> if, if you could um if you could, no so uh, Riker cause, cause, I mean what's interesting is Riker has really strong opinions on this but the, actually the opinions among the crew differ for I mean Jordy is like yeah it's therapeutic <laughs> no Jordy is like Jordy's like we do this yeah Jordy's like I've done this before I know what you do. <sighs> I get it, man. Like, I mean, I, Jordy, I feel like Jordy, Jordy had a porn addiction the before this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, he's well, like, well, I, I almost kind so of saw times. it in an episode. Yeah, yeah. in that episode, it, it yeah. could have. Okay, here's the context we can put it in now. Deep fakes are real now. Are you yeah. okay mm. with someone deep faking you for sexual purposes? But, but 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 here's the thing: is that this is not. Here's the difference with okay. that: is okay. that like this is the holodeck is something that you don't. Doesn't leave the holodeck, right? Hypothetically. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be an extension of your mind, is what you're saying? Yeah, like it's a dream. It's a dream. It could be a okay. fantasy. It could be anything. It's okay, not. Yeah. I think it's fine because they don't. 
Mm. I don't know because you, you you don't take it outside the room. That's like well, a dream. I, well, yeah. to me, yeah. the, is, the is, problem, it bad, though, is it horrible to have dreams about your coworkers? Well, the, the, to me, the problem is that you have manifested it in some way that is physical. Whether it's meant to not be out there or not, it might. Okay, here's the thing. Is it okay? I'm I'm trying to skirt this and, 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 and <laughs> do it diplomatically, but I don't give a shit. Is it bad of you that if you're working, you find somebody else attractive? Um, now I'm not saying that you, that anybody cheats or anything, but I'm just saying like you thinking like, oh, what would it be like to sleep with that person or to kiss this person? Is that is that illegal? Is no, having that thought it, illegal? No, and people no, have thoughts like that not. all the time, yeah. either involuntarily or voluntarily. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. A, it's you're like, but you're saying the, Marvin is that the holodeck actually makes those thoughts like so you're crossing the you're making the line between it exists in my mind versus like you're creating material you're you're making material and the thing is the fact that there is a program but are you though is that but the holodeck is supposed to be an extension of your mind though but but other people can wander in as it happens twice so 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 that's That's, so the i think i think yeah (laughs) it is but where it's a gray area is that the enterprise is essentially a for lack of a better term, it's a military ship. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's part of Starfleet, which is, you know, a military-ish organization. And so that's your job. And if on your, you know, if in your job you have this room that can replicate anything, then that's a problem. If you had a hollow deck, a mini hollow suite or whatever in your personal place or some place you could pay to go to on your personal time, it, mm. that's I think I think that's where it becomes sort of sort of that but is gray not area. What, is that not what the holodeck's for like is it supposed to be for official use only is that yeah. well it's for it's role? for record well the the enterprise so it's this is that whole uses. it's that whole weird thing because the enterprise has civilians aboard it too so it's yeah. why they call yeah, it yeah like the they hotel, live there there is no separation yeah. of work yeah. so it's it's so it's like but but reg is a commissioned officer in starfleet which is starfleet owns the enterprise and it's his job to be there on there so again crossing all these weird lines so wait, crossing does that all these mean weird if, gray like, areas your work paid for your house and like you lived in like a i don't know like a fucking you know say you worked for amazon or something and amazon paid for your house you're not allowed to masturbate in the bedroom that you sleep in no, even no, 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 because that's, that's even though they paid for it. No, because like, I don't have some quarters. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, this but is its own quarters. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's, here's, okay. This is my argument. This is my argument. Okay. For I'm, against it. Against. Cause oh, I'm boy. just, I'm just going to create, I'm just going to replace holodeck with, uh, with, um, uh, oh my God, the term has left my head now. Cause everyone has said the word porn so often. Stink is bobinkus. Uh, what is it called? Uh, deep fake. Yeah. Deep fake. Oh, deep fake. So let's just replace it with deep fake. Let's say you had a machine at home. Yeah. It makes deep fakes for you, right? Yep. Like it's called a computer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We all so, have them. So like the deep fake <laughs> that you make, you know, they're of people you know, yeah. and they're supposed to be meant just for you. Is it yeah. still moral to make these deep fakes? Because in my opinion, it's not. Because what if at any point, let's say you have the best of intentions and this is like, like <laughs> as Jordy, as Jordy puts it, it's some sort of therapy, right? Or something. And it's like mm-hmm. a, just the way you decide to go about it. What if you just get hacked and it leaks? The other person did not consent to have this type of material created well, about them. I, I mean, same I for the holodeck. The holodeck, no, they have no. programs. What if one of these, pro- how, we had Moriarty 
literally but you become have an sentient. Expectation of, you have an expectation of privacy, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, if, like, if you, if you made a song that was, uh, I, I'm just making this up and see if it works. I'm going to throw it at the wall. See if, it works. if I made a, a rap song that was a diss track to Tupac mm-hmm. or some shit and Tupac was yeah. alive. Yeah. And it leaked just the same. It's still the same thing. I was I was doing something personal that was stolen from me from my personal device. That's different device. because hey, you know that exercise, that therapeutic exercise. Write a letter to someone and don't send it. Yeah, yeah. But let's this. This is literally the plot of of a Tony winning musical where it does get leaked. I mean, De- Devil's Advocate. I mean, Devil's Advocate is out of sight, out of mind. Like, if I don't yeah. know you're doing it, what well, doesn't yes. affect me? But like, I mean, what I mean is, it's not about whether whether even. Like the, the 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 problem to me is that if it goes wrong, it's a material that the other person did not consent to being put out there. Then 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 you have to then then that applies to everything because what if no I'm, no it doesn't apply to everything because the diss track for example the diss track is just you talking shit about someone. It's not like they're you don't, you don't consent you don't not everyone has to consent to your their opinion of you you know but, yeah, but like what if, if what someone if I'm like what if i'm like oh i hate fucking dance fucking stupid fucking common fucking <laughs> imitation i don't think anyone likes it no one ever even talks about it <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it leaks and then he's hurt it's the same thing like whether what if i'm painting something like one of my french whores and then but i but i instead of the face I put the face of my sister-in-law or somebody and then it leaks it doesn't matter it's the same thing it was something that was supposed to be personal and it leaked and it 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 doesn't it the fact that you got that it leaked or or something goes wrong that's that has nothing to do with something that was supposed well, to be private but, but i do think i do think it does matter when what the content of that thing is okay let's look let's go for the literal nuclear option I made a nuke in my bedroom. This nuke is supposed to be personal. I'm never supposed to use it. That, that, but but see, now you're saying you're, you're making something that now affects other people. Like so literally, does that? So does no, the, no, a, it a doesn't. Deep fake a, of a someone. Nuke, a nuke is meant to hurt other people. Yeah, but the, the, you're talking the, about you're talking about a holodeck, <laughs> which the whole premise of a holodeck is it's an extension of mind. Yeah, right. So but like, it's but also, but also, Marvin. Though, but that's the thing, also, Marvin. Your brain is not gonna. You cannot tell your brain to not. Yeah create these images that happens subconsciously I whether you want brain, it or not i can't tell my brain like so. don't think about tits all day <laughs> it just does it dude it well, just, I, I, like, I think if, we're getting a little lost in that the holodeck doesn't necessarily automatically manifest things in your brain you do have to program it to an extent yes, you have to create yes. your programs you have to have some this is, sort this is of all done with intent the yeah, you do have stuff. to have conscious intent to do it however one thing that i think is slightly different is that um, in Marvin's example of the deep fakes, that is a, if leaked, that is a, that is a media that can be distributed widely mm-hmm. and maliciously by, by, you know, uh, bad actors in a system of communication that we know how to use. Mm-hmm. But in the case of a holodeck program, like, that's true. In, in the scenario escape. in which it leaks hypothetically, what even happens? Yeah, it's not uh, the, in, even in the universe. Holodeck. The holodeck like, technology in, isn't necessarily super widespread, so I guess you yeah. Have like to. in the context of this episode, the leak is just people walking in on Ridge. Yeah, they just need to get That's better true. locks. On the <laughs> yeah, like if there was a if there was a good <laughs> lock main, that kept them out, then there would be no like no discovery or scandalized solution. Everyone, everyone feels scandalized either. Get the club. What do you think? What do you think, Scott? I want to hear Scott. I have, I have a question, Scott. Yeah. Why do holodecks okay. not have locks? 
yeah, what the fuck is up with that? Like, that's why another point. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's another weird. Well, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't have an answer. Uh, <laughs> the thought is that because you're, again, you're on a ship that, and these are all commissioned officers and a commissioned officer can walk on another commissioned officer who is supposed to be scheduled on duty. And he can say, well, I you see. know, we don't see any of this in the episode, but the assumption could be that. Well, he's supposed to be on duty computer override based on me being his superior officer. You can walk in because he's supposed to be on duty because the things that they're, the things that they're pissed off about him with is yes, they find out that he's fantasizing about each of the, uh, each of them in a way, but they're, they're more pissed off that it's affecting his responsibilities. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Actually. To get get back, to get to, to get to the very pointed question of what is my opinion of it is it's fantasy. And I think in a fantasy world, the fact that the holodeck can make it, can make it real for somebody. And if that happens to be a real person that you're a coworker with, I think it becomes irrelevant in a sense because if you get caught with it, it's like, well, you can't accuse me of that because what fantasies have you had that you haven't been exposed to? Everybody Uh is guilty of their own fantasies. The fact that you get caught by one should not implicate you of being immoral. Right. You know, the fact that you're- Yeah, well, I mean, that's what Jordy's kind of making the argument for him. I feel like Jordy's like, you know, it's not so bad. You know, we all do it, He fell in in love with somebody that didn't exist, which ended up being an extension (laughs) of the Enterprise, which was weird. (laughs) I still think the ship is in love with Jordy. And and Riker, Riker created, Riker fucking created, Created minuet. That's and true. Fell in love, yeah. fell in love with true. a thing. Yeah, and people were way more okay with about. that. Yes. And then Loxana so, Troy fell in love with like a random jazz singer. In yeah, in the, for the yes. same reason, uh, t- t- Tam fell in love with Data almost. Yeah. Oh, and there's it's, it's there's like, actually there's another point I thought of too, which is say that Barkley or whatever, like you can only create people. And women that you've like, they say that everyone in your dream is somehow someone you've seen in passing someone, you know, whether you realize it or not, because your mind cannot create like something out of nothing. So maybe these are his only examples of like sexy women. That he has, no, the holodeck you know, can definitely or, make people uh, out of whole cloth. Like they did it for Minuet. No, so. I know, but he's making something in his image in an image that he feels like comfortable with. Like these are people that oh, I in know. In that case, yeah, and like yeah. you know, yeah, because I'm he would say he would tell this. The- because Tell the holodeck, I holodeck, I need a, I need a sensual, um, empathetic woman. Oh, I need more information. Well, the only one that I know is Counselor Troy. Make her be like Counselor Troy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Make her yeah. look like Counselor Troy. Because he's he's exposed, you know, exposed himself. That's a weird way to say it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's shown that he is socially awkward. He doesn't have friends. And these are the only people. The only people he interacts with are his coworkers. So he's making that be his right. fantasy yeah. world as well. But just like- in a different term. Which is weird, so. but you know, I'm not saying it's not weird, but you know, there is, I mean, yeah. these are probably maybe the only images of women that he can think or relate to. I, 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 I also yeah. think it's two things with Barkley. I think one, he's definitely emotionally stunted, like his emotional like growth in intelligence is quite low. I think he just hasn't had time to develop it with socialization. And then I think the other thing is that it definitely, I believe his story when it said it started small. With him just trying to blow off steam against Jordy. Yeah. And it probably just ballooned from there where he realized he could kind of get immediate like relief or satisfaction 
from something created from real life and sure. just deal with it. And it seems like it grew out all of the, it's, it, I think it's telling that actually more than half of the scenarios he's actually dealing with are him beating up people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. To, and to your point, the fact that it evolves is, is the Riker that he takes down in 10 forward is a full sized Riker. It's mm-hmm. the real quote unquote Riker and the Riker that he's fighting in the, in the three musketeers <laughs> thing. He's, he's, he's essentially tiny Riker. Yeah, he's yeah. very silly. He's got a high pitch Riker voice. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he's, it's like, it's like a domineering version of him taking over that. He's, he doesn't need to beat him in a fight. Now he's, now he's just, um, he's just humiliating him. Yeah. In yeah. That, yeah. In that version. So it's, but again, to the point that he doesn't have friends, these are the only people that he can relate to, to express his emotional, you know, his emotional complications, how he can fix those emotional problems and come to some kind of peace so that he can go to work the next day or late. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, another component of those fantasies, especially in regards to like the three musketeers, like version of his, of his program, it's like, he has the other crewmates like be impressed with him. Like Picard. That's true. Picard says yeah. like, where the hell did you learn how to fight like this? Yeah. The, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like he, pro, he had that as part of the simulation. It's like, I want people to think I am impressive. I think, I think that's actually the, the main thing that, that is through all of his fantasies. It's not that he's necessarily super sexual or is a great fighter. It's that everyone around him as a result of his actions are impressed by him or feared by him in some capacity. Well, yeah, like basically everyone, yeah, yeah, there's a lot more respect. His fantasy is he wants respect. His fantasy isn't directly sexual or directly violent. I think it's just a way to manifest or how he thinks he can manifest respect in this fantasy. Which and is, there's and there's room for it to be like uh like multiple things because when Troy is just outstretching her arms and saying I'm the goddess of empathy yeah, yeah. so just you know <laughs> lay it on me um, <laughs> that's that's clearly not you know it, it, that that's one thing yeah which is the musketeer fight. <laughs> Oh, wait, I did want to uh, bring up one last thing, though. Like, in regards to whether, like, Starfleet's opinion of the ethics of this holodeck, it's kind of odd to me that no one in none of the commanding officers or any other Starfleet officers cite any regulation or violation yeah, of Yeah, there rule. is none. Yeah. They just, they only talk about yeah. how kind of weird it is, maybe, yeah. but, like, there's no hard rule that well, they Riker, are all like, obviously insisted. aware of about this. Yeah, Riker was, like, was like, it's like, against the rule, yeah. and then, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. and then they, they, they just tell him, no, it isn't. It's like, well, there should be. Yeah, why isn't why aren't there regulations about because, because everybody it's does not it? Wrong, dude. Everyone does because it. Because Ryan's a no, no, Star no. Trek freaks. How would it stop? Where would you stop? <laughs> no, no, yeah. I, no, I didn't. I didn't mean about the fantasy element. I just mean like because you know how just by saying a command incorrectly, Jordy accidentally made uh, Moriarty real. So like, I think they should have yeah. put regulations about okay, here's how to use holodeck safely. It can be dangerous, but the fact that there are no regulations about it is pretty interesting. Well, and it isn't even just safety guidelines. I, I'm, I'm talking even about like the use of an office, like an officer's use of the holodeck for like official use, like official purposes only. Yeah, yeah. And that sort of thing, like that there is no expectation or or, or regulation no, like cited it's, to it's, Reg it's about this. It's for recreation, right? Like, isn't the whole point that you can... Anyway, I think it's basically so, yeah. shore leave on the ship, like in short bursts, it seems. Yeah. The the cheap, shitty version of it, back when Tasha first used it to to beat up the Wakanda guy, um, was like a, essentially a gym. It was essentially right, right. used as a gym. But I think once they upgraded it, they were like, oh, we can do other things here. 
that are not gym things. So they might have the mindset that it's it's like a really, really fancy gym. And maybe like socially, they're just figuring out they can really do other things. That could Possibly. be. And also, I mean, I couldn't help but to feel a little like weirdness and like feel that Riker was a little hypocritical being like, oh, oh yeah, all judgy about it. It's like, okay, yeah, you womanize in the real ladies. world. So yeah, he has his yeah, he's t- they're all told that the, the funny part of that scene is that they were all totally hypocritical. <laughs> Like Deanna yeah. was hypocritical about Riker freaking out because she freaked out, you know. Yeah. Oh, Actually, sorry. Sorry. You just hit on your coworkers in real life. I'm sorry. <laughs> In fact, the only actually the only non-hypocritical one was Jordy. Jordy was actually like, well, look. Oh, Jordy was like, I do this yeah. too. You know, yeah, I'm going to yeah. be honest. He's like, I do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple programs in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was the only one that was like, kind of like, I don't see anything wrong with this. Um, and Deanna didn't either until she saw herself. But, you know, again, <laughs> a little weird that like it is startling. was so yeah. upset. Like, I'm like, okay, but you're like a womanizer in real life. And you're like you know, have this weird relationship with Deanna and anyone else who comes aboard with a pee and a, some breasts. I don't know, but like, <laughs> it's just weird. I don't know. It's yeah, just, I not, just felt a little, I just felt a little weird, even though, you know, this is kind of like an apples and oranges thing. I mean, I don't know, maybe in some ways. I mean, like R- Riker is. I like both apples and oranges. <laughs> <laughs> They're both healthy for you. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's like kind of like, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say until you're in the position, until you are Deanna or Beverly being confronted with someone. Well, that is a very. That. Yeah. That's like, such how would a, you feel? You know, that's such a human thing, though, because people can, you know, have opinions and form their ideas about what ethics are and what they think they would do in a certain situation until they're faced with it themselves. Exactly. exactly. And yeah. Although suddenly, the fighting stuff, I have no problem with. Yeah. Kick the shit out of me and your fucking hologram. <laughs> like, I have no problem with that. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not an issue. Like. You know, these little fighter making Riker like three feet tall or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it's <laughs> interesting. It's interesting that you draw the moral line there because whether it be an emasculation of Riker being tall and then making him small with a high pitched voice and he's cowardly. And <laughs> whereas you make great you know, performance you by Jonathan Frakes, by the way, as little Jonathan Frakes. And I, I, and, but also the, and then you make, well, Troy in that moment, she's not a sexual being in that moment. She's just the goddess of empathy. And she's very, it's a very yeah. heightened version of her being the counselor and being an empath and all that kind of stuff. And she's very, against it she just happens to be in like this flowy dress but there, there's there's really like him being emasculated or her her being i guess sexualized in a way yeah i mean that's that's the implication of the scene yeah i'm not i'm not going to pretend that it's not but it but the, it's it, a that's form essentially of objectification that, yeah 100 yeah. obje- obje- objectification of the female side and the male side I, I don't, I think that's a, I think they're completely similar uh, morality wise as to how the, both of those, both Riker and Troy would react to those. So I don't, I don't think it's an equivocation against sexuality against his emasculation. So mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think it's just that um, I guess personally, I think the way it would have equated to me both sides is if like 
Barkley's fantasy with the men was killing them. Like yeah. if, if he like right now, he's just kind of beating them up in a sword fight. Yeah. And they he's go, just oh, besting no. them. Yeah. yeah, he's besting them. I think sure. if he killed them, to me, that would be as Oogie not yeah. great. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Like making yeah, Rager yeah. short and silly, and you know, if I walked in on that and someone did, I'd be like, okay, that's, that's pretty funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, and you're pretending to have a little sword fight with me and beat me up. Okay, okay, whatever. I but but if you had a it. fantasy about murdering me, that'd be like, oh, okay. And I think a question, what about cartoon violence? Because I recall drawing some very spiteful comics like, featuring like my brother. <laughs> like celebrity, was, was it a celebrity deathmatch? That like show with like the celebrities? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it cartoon oh, wow. violence that led to cartoon murder? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find the drawings again to be sure. Although I guess in cartoons, murder is never really murder, right? Like yeah. cartoon murder is never really so. Just yeah. like and in so real this, life. this all weirdly goes back. <laughs> so this goes back to one of my main reasons why I picked this episode to commentate on, not commentate, but to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because if you have you have a Wesley Crusher, or you have you have children, teenagers on the Enterprise, mm-hmm. and they have access to a holodeck. Ooh. So this goes to I don't, I'm sure nobody here has watched Trekkies, the 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 Denise Crosby uh, documentary about Star Trek. No, not yet. No. <laughs> so in the end credits, one of the last things they have a bunch of stand up comics doing routines about Star Trek, and one of the mm-hmm. very last things is talking about if I was a teenager on the holodeck or had access to a holodeck, you would like people would be looking for me, going, "Computer, tell me where, God. tell me where Cadet Douglas is." Oh, he's on the holodeck, and then like <laughs> somebody, somebody walks in. It's like me walking out of a giant vagina, like, <laughs> "Oh my god, what's going on?" And then it goes, "I think you need to go see Counselor Troy." And then you turn around and go, "This is Counselor Troy." <laughs> <You know? laughs> what are you talking about? God, imagine, that's imagine a pl- it- that's a plagiarized joke from Trekkies. I, I do not take any credit <laughs> oh for that god, joke whatsoever, hilarious. but. But it, but it's, it's sort of like. I mean, that, but I have that. a real question for you. We we joke about teenage boys like that. I'm I was not a teenage yeah. boy, so I don't know. But like, was it really like? Did you really think about sex that often? Like, it never really? ends. Yeah. Like really, like you I'm would a really. 50, spend- I'm a 50 year old man, and I don't <laughs> stop thinking about sex. Like I you, mean, you I would, don't like know literally, what. you as a teenage boy, if you had a holodeck, you'd probably spend your whole day in there imagining you. Were I'm in, a 50 like, year old man. If I had a holodeck, you would <laughs> never see me again. <laughs> you would never. I would never see you again. I mean, there are plenty of reasons to stay in the holodeck forever. That's this true. Is, this is that. This is that whole. Um, what do you? It's not a dream chamber, but that whole thing is like if you had a choice to go into a chamber that could create a life for you that was a perfect life and nothing ever went wrong and you would live there and everything would be happy would you choose to go into the chamber or would you just choose to live your real life out as it naturally would unfold no, i'm, I'm living you, my real life in that would chamber you choose the perfect life <laughs> in the chamber well, i mean i'm 100 percent going into the chamber <laughs> yeah especially if i get to choose when i leave the chamber like via death <laughs> i mean i just yeah. don't i never bought the whole stereotype that boys were like always so like fucking horny all the time but i you know I guess, just boys and girls guess, everybody's horny no i mean I, I i don't think women are like that in their teenage years i mean i've never I've, did you have a curiosity about it i did was you ever not scream on, about a boy band no no and like you screamed definitely, about a nine inch nails band <laughs> no but like not to the extent that the stereotype is with boys like oh boys are thinking about sex 24 7 it's like 
I felt like, okay, well, girls, no girl I ever knew like thinks about it 24 seven. Like that's just not how, like, you know what I mean? Like that's not, girls are not characterized that way at all. I do do think if any teenager, boy, girl, otherwise had access to a holodeck yes, though they, they would they would probably use it as a way to at least explore sexuality when yeah it comes no that, to mind. i agree yeah. with that but yeah, they yeah, say yeah. that boys would be in there all the time where i, I think just there was a, feel i think like there was a social stigma where you where people where it was equated that testosterone equaled sexual drive whereas estrogen um equated to you know supporting the, the the sexual you know the yeah, testosterone and sexual yeah. drive you know there was that whole thing I mean it was it was very media driven it was you know and we're all hopefully and I feel like we've come out of that where we see that no everybody is really fucking equal and everybody has these same drives it's not just boys are sexual and women are not it's I think we're finding out that everybody yeah. is sexual everybody has equal feelings about everything it's just you know it was driven by one uh you know one sect back then i think so i just that's being lifted i just disagree with the like think well i guess i don't know though that it was like boys wanted it 24 7 you know whether they wanted it i think thinking about it all the time especially especially when you're a teenager it's not like it's not even necessarily wanting it like first of all it's what is it? What is it like to begin with? Yeah. You know, and it's more yeah. of like an intense curiosity. <laughs> and then a trial and error of random objects around the house. I'm sure. <laughs> well, there's as, also, as I mean, taught, there, there's like, toilet there's paper a, rolls. You know, um, I don't know. There's a physiological cleaners. chemical thing about growing up and puberty and all those kinds of things. So it it definitely <laughs> is a thing. It's just and and are being experienced at different times at different levels. So I I think there's some validity to it, but I think it was I think it was overblown one way against another. Way that yeah, boys I were yeah. so far into it and girls were not so far into it. It was just there was an aggressive nature that was fed upon and it just became a thing. And I think it's less nowadays. Yeah. I mean, less I so love, but not gone. I yeah. love, Correct. I love, yes, love, love, love being a woman. I love being a girl. I would totally die if I was a guy. I would okay. want to like literally take my life. Yo, um, but the privilege though. But <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. I would never give it up. But there are, but you there got are so some. Much of it, dude. Yeah. Would you be a white guy? Because it's <laughs> fucking awesome. If I could be you, Scott, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. Only only you though. Only you. Yeah, my life um, is so perfect. <laughs> but there are times where I'm like, I wish we could just like switch for like an hour. Just to oh, like sure. yeah. see what that. it's like, I, I, you know, to be like, what, my, my, what, my, what does it feel? What does this, what is this like? Again, I don't my, know. My favorite, my favorite weapon in all of science fiction is the empathy gun from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh yeah, where you yeah, know yeah. exactly how the uh, you force the other person to know exactly how you feel, and I think the world would be awesome if that could exist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about yeah. awesome, but yeah, it'd be different. I think it'd be great. I, I honestly mean, think the world yeah. would be great if that existed. I mean, wouldn't you guys want to know just for like an hour what it's like to be yeah. a girl? I yeah. just you know? immediately touch the boobs. <laughs> I mean, you got to know. Just start putting things the in the time. hole. How many things can I They're fit right in here? They're right there. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the closest thing to you. Um, <laughs> I can tell you they just get in the way a lot. That's, that's the problem. Depends it's on more size. more of a hassle. It's more of a hassle. Lift them up on the hot days. You got to cool them. <laughs> yes. And on hot days, it's especially miserable. But... Yeah, and they're not they're not fun. But again, I would never trade it for the world. Love it. I'm so happy to have been, you know, like 
in this body as a woman on this earth. I love that. I really would not want to ever be a guy like ever, 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 ever. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> like, Sound like you're overcompensating. I'm sorry, okay. guys. No, it's just like, I just like, I just think that like, you know, like the idea kind of like scares me. And so that's why, I mean, that's why right. I, it's, you know, people should be who they want to be like, you know, and who they feel they are. And so, but I do, I do wonder for like maybe an hour, only if I was guaranteed that I could come back. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like it. And but what would happen would. if somebody stole that one hour and broadcast it to the world? <laughs> what if, what if someone offered know. you that, but That's said there's a do. 10% chance you won't be able to turn back? I wouldn't would- do it. No. Mm. Okay. Could, the holodeck probably mm-hmm. could maybe help simulate that. Somehow. Not even yeah. like a 1% right? chance because I sure. would always want to yeah. come back. I wouldn't want to be stuck. Oh, no, that sounds awful. Wait, no, but the holodeck doesn't make clothes for you. So maybe not. Uh, I guess not. Yeah. To, but what well, if you like well, kill on well, telling well, you? Yeah, I know. Spoiler. What if yeah, you told it to yeah. speculate? It speculate. Later. What if Call I'm a girl? Speculate. <laughs> speculate. What if I, I mean, boobs? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you. And then you guys would be. You guys would be a woman, and you'd be like, "Wow, I'm so horribly mistreated, and I don't get paid nearly as much as I should." And you immediately. Wow, everybody hates me. And. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you guys would be like, "Wow, life is so hard, and I hate it." Why well, does Sarah like this? In an hour, we would find this out. <laughs> that's why Westworld is. I think well, that's why Westworld living is 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 dead on. Because if we could have a holodeck, we would immediately go and kill and. Kill and fuck. And fuck. Oh, in yeah. a Western world. Yeah, in a Western world. <laughs> and then probably go over to Samurai World. And then probably yeah. go over to... What was the other world? Uh, uh, I wouldn't go to World War II world. <laughs> that sounds lame. <laughs> Let's go to Vietnam World. Vietnam yeah. World. Oh, my God. And then that'll... <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't remember where we left off. Yeah, I was um, just gonna so, say, well, where are well, we in really, the episode? Like, so, so I think we shouldn't. I, I have nothing more to add to this. My main things were that, and yeah, watching true. this episode was the discussion of of those three things. How yeah. do you manage? How do you manage somebody when you when you're in a position like that and you're like, well, they're not the strongest. They're not the strongest employee underneath me, but how do I make them better? How mm-hmm. do I how do I make myself better by making them better? Oh, I know what we should talk about. We should talk about yeah. Picard's. Yeah, I was about to mention like yeah. Picard's really well the slip up, but also his his to me Picard is a good manager. Like, I think he, he demonstrates why he's the captain. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he, he knew how to actually Jordy deal with this. Yeah, because yeah. Jordy yeah. was Jordy and Riker were like, let's fucking cut him loose. Let's get rid of him. Yeah, Riker yeah. was being the most childish about it. Riker yeah. was being like, well, let's get the the fuck out of here. I've got his transfer request right now. And then Picard's like, come on, you guys are taking the easy route out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like you shouldn't, you know. I agree with Picard, and it just solidifies why I think Picard is a really good manager, is a really good boss, is a really good captain. Like he, he killed his f- best friend. To be his <laughs> <wife>. <laughs> <laughs> so far, I don't know. I mean, so far, maybe in the series, there's something Scott up the head that it's will make me not like Picard as much. But right now, I really like him. I really agree with him. I feel like I see him in me. Maybe if I could be in an hour in some guy's body, I'd choose Picard. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like we're aligned in like our, the way we would handle things. I think many fans of TNG aspire to be able to handle tough situations as well as Picard typically does. Mm. 
Well, you just mentioned fans. So, so did anyone think Barkley was supposed to be a manifestation of the fans' attitudes towards Star Trek? Mm, what do you, what do you that mean? didn't come to mind as I watched it, but if you put that in my brain, I could kind of see it. Because apparently, okay, so this apparently was like a thing that fans thought, and they were kind of, at the time, apparently. Were they offended? And, like, and they were. They were like, what the fuck? We're not that. <laughs> and then uh, apparently all the writers and the producers had to come in and be like, no, it's nothing to do with that. That sounds like <laughs> them being really self-conscious <laughs> about how much they yeah. kept on wanting a holodeck to be real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not That's sure I would make that. <laughs> 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 That's like a bit of a jump to me. Yeah. One yeah, of the other like one of the other reasons, and I think I mentioned this on one of the on the first podcast because I think an email came in where somebody asked about some of the things that people were, you know, that we we're looking forward to as far as what's coming up in Star Trek that you don't know about. And I think one of the things I said was I'm looking forward to this new character being um being introduced because he's sort of the eyes of the audience, because mm. he's not one of these, he's not one of these strong command kind of characters he's sort of he's not he's not a version of the audience and i think that's i think that's where i would draw the line mark yeah yeah your question was he's he's more of like uh like an eyepiece of the audience seeing this command structure and how somebody that's not in the command structure that's uneasy that's just a normal you know because these are all heroic people that are being written and expressed in a way that are not perfect, but you know, they handle all these situations and you have this uneasy character. He's socially awkward. He doesn't have any friends. You know, there's the stigma of star Trek fans don't have friends. You know, they're just nerds. They're just sitting there mm. watching sci-fi and TV. And they just see these people as these great characters that they can't relate to. And so they force them right. into like this, into this bubble that they can relate to. And I see that a little bit, but I see him more as just as, as an eye to the audience and because he does he does become immediately relatable once once one of the characters Jordy he says oh that's a good job and he immediately comes out of his shell yeah yeah and he immediately starts being like yeah. no 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 this is this is how we can resolve this wait but what if we did this like he immediately he he sort of unravels in the opposite direction where he becomes stronger um, with a little bit of encouragement and all that kind of thing. And I see that in, in an audience yeah. sense of with the next generation is like, just, just be with us. This isn't the original series. You know, we're, we're going to take you on this. We're going to pick you up and we're going to encourage you that these are stories that you can relate to. And they, and they sort of grow into this audience that can accept this new show. Whereas Reg can grow into this person that can accept these people as equals rather than unable to relate to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Might be overreaching there with that. That, uh, no, I don't feeling, think you're at all. I, I think he's the first character you see in TNG who is like, I, I can see this person in, in real life. Whereas yeah. like, I don't think you would ever see like a Riker or a Picard existing in our reality. No, and they're, like, they're super rare. I mean, yeah. yeah. And if they do exist, like a, a lot, a leader or a boss or a person like Picard is very rare. <laughs> and like, the, I think before, and they probably have some scandal that we'll figure <laughs> out in about 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and like before Barkley entered, I think the most relatable character in the show, or like the most the character you thought could exist the most in the show in reality, was probably Jordy because Jordy seemed like the most like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm just trying to do my job. I have some weird hangups, but I'm just doing yeah, my job. Yeah, he's sort a of thing. Weird. Well, he's got a handicap. Yeah, he has a handicap, and like, but like he takes it in stride and he does what he needs to do, yeah. and he's just doing his job. And I, I don't think it's a coincidence that's also the first 
time someone seemed to go too far with the holodeck also seemed to be Jordy. I think it's sort of, yeah. you, know, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just something that I think, I think you're, I think you're totally correct in that it, it's, yeah. it's, it's a relatable character because he seems more written in our reality versus a bunch of like broad chested heroes. I will s- <laughs> except, except are we going to talk about the end yet? Oh, I was I was just about to, I was about to bring it up. Is that um, I do really like Dwight Dwight Schultz's performance, and I think he has a really the ending's really great mm-hmm. when he's like talking to to his, his holograms <laughs> and, and he's quivering. I, wait, I wish I wish it would have been I wish it would have been just a little more of a misdirect. Like, Captain, do you mind if I talk yeah. to everyone? Like, before yeah. I it was too obvious. Just, like, what, the the moment there. he went to the front, it was yeah. too obvious. Yeah, it yeah, was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or if he did it from behind, right? If he did it from behind, yeah. then it would have been like, hey, I just want to talk well, to Well, when he and- walked in there, I was yeah. like, wait, whoa, seriously? What is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? And then Marvin, I was like, oh, wait, he's going right to the front? Yeah, this isn't real. Like, I don't yeah, think- yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like his yeah. performance. He's like quivering because he's he about like, to delete uh, his porn collection. He's, he's about to burn his <laughs> entire porn collection. <laughs> well, he's like, God he, damn he spent it. some time yeah. this episode, you know, getting away from the concept of this is strictly porn. So. I know, I know, I know. But, you know, but, but there's that one he has to save. This, this is yeah, his crutch. What, yeah, the then, one but, thing he does save is the porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's like, you know what? I'm going to burn all this other stuff, but I'm going to keep this one. And that, that kind of makes you feel that it is more sexually driven because <laughs> when he when they added that line like oh but you know let's not not number nine or whatever like yeah. let's let's keep that one that one makes me think that like <laughs> there's like way crazy sexual he worked way too hard getting programs. that program just right sarah <laughs> he's like i can't part with that's this one he spent a lot it of time months. on yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get that, that feeling was, down that was funny when he said yeah. that i literally i was laughing i was like yeah. oh my god that was this really guy, funny ending, he yeah. can't let it go he's like no i gotta keep the the furry porn maybe gotta, maybe that I, one I he'll delete later but right now <laughs> you know he's he can't wean off of it yet <laughs> I just gotta, I just gotta see it one more time. Can't That's all. It. He's got, he's got <laughs> shit to work through on that one. Wait, does it really have to be all or nothing? You can't have just one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have just one. Come on, what's we don't even know what's in that program nine. It might not even be crew crew members anymore. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he just maybe it's, it's just Klingons just, and weird just aliens, em- or it's like an empty oh, Renaissance yeah. field. He just likes the field a lot. No, or it's, like, it's a bunch would of ha- it be hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or would it be weird if like because their enemies are what Romul Romulans? right romulans yeah yeah, yeah like romulans, what if it's so. like a whole like porno with like made up romulans or something something like really weird like <laughs> but like okay you know like nowadays you know you wouldn't want to have a porn with like nazis or something or like white power people <laughs> or something like something I mean, weird <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> it's this nazi porn collection yeah like yeah. something weird <laughs> that's like unsavory oh, it has to exist though don't, don't oh god of course porn. Of course, to. of course that exists. Remember, remember rule 34, it exists. Oh, there wow. I haven't heard it. that since like, yeah, like the rule was never days. abolished, Sarah. No, <laughs> it's been going strong all this time. <laughs> one, one last thing I wanted to mention, which I thought was really funny. Um, so Dwight Schultz, he, when he talks about a capacitor in 
Deanna Troy's office, he calls it the flux capacitor. He sure yeah. does. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's supposed to be the flow capacitor and it's in the script as flow capacitor. But on set, he just kept calling it flux capacitor by accident because he had just rewatched Back to the Future. Well, that's funny because like, there was, I think, one scene during like that morning briefing in the engineering room where he does like that, that Wesley talks over him and like during he Matt, did he call it, it flow. flow. Yeah, he yeah. did say flow capacitor then. So it's just a, it's just a straight straight flub that he just keeps calling it the flux capacitor. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, so that's I'm that's, cool with that. that's fine. That's fine. We have the ability. I mean, we've time traveled in Star Trek how many times now? Yeah, the Enterprise can probably time travel. <laughs> it probably has like three Mister Fusions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The warp drive is essentially a Mister Fusion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a giant Mister Fusion. Uh, so, all right. I would love it. They were just constantly <laughs> throwing garbage into the into the warp drive to power that's it. Not e- that's not even that off because part of the way the replicators work is you put your trash back in it, and that's yeah, probably and, and like being that, that's used all somewhere. part of a, probably a matter pool. Yeah, they probably don't distribute antimatter in the same way, but there's <laughs> yeah, probably you, a matter yeah. pool. They don't they don't dump antimatter out. The There's a probably. shot in engineering where they're talking about something, and then Jordy's like, "Hey, Reg, what do you think about that?" And he's just standing at the warp core, just staring down <laughs> the warp core, like, oh, yeah, I was, I was thinking Looking about busy. that. <laughs> like, what are you looking at? Are you throwing trash down there to see if it turns into? <laughs> I like to think it because it's because it's actually canonically supposed to be like several stories deep. So I like Correct. to think he yeah. was spitting. Off the edge, uh, I would love if he was just pouring just, a can of beer down that, that <laughs> shaft and then dropping, dropping a can it, after it. Uh, or dropping pennies. the bubbles down there to hello. hear the, to hear the, yeah. to hear the hello, ping hello. at the bottom. <laughs> uh, Hollow Pursuits, everyone. What a fun episode. Uh, Hollow, yeah, it's one of the ones I was like, we're going to get to that soon. So we finally got to it. And uh, if you guys have liked our discussion of Hollow Pursuits, it'd be great if you could give us a rating or review wherever you're listening to this. I mean, if you're on Spotify, you can give us a rating, which would be cool. But if you're on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict, if you can give us a review, that would be cool. Yeah, if you're give on us Google, a review. Yeah, and if you're on Google no pressure, Podcasts, we're just going to tell you every episode. <laughs> and if you're on Google Podcasts, you can't do anything because Google Podcasts sucks. <laughs> so nobody listens to Google Podcasts, do they? I, okay, I didn't okay. know that was a thing. Statistically, I have the stats. Very few of our listeners, sixty nine percent, use Google Podcasts at all. Yeah, Everyone's on Spotify it. or Apple or or other things. So there we go. <laughs> also, also, if you have a question, you can email that to us at contact at newbiestartrek So that's contact at newbiestartrek so this is a email this week from Dieter. Dieter had emailed us before. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. But And this is actually an older email than that. But the reason why I didn't bring it up is because he mentions a question specifically for this episode. And we hadn't watched it yet. Okay. So yeah. that's why I'm, I'm mentioning it now. So All right, Dieter from the past, lay it on us. Past Dieter. So hello, Marvin, Dan, Ricardo, and Sarah. And also I'll add Scott. Hello, Scott. Thank you. I found you guys from TikTok, having oh. never listened to a podcast before. Wow. <gasps> what? Oh, my oh. God. We broke cool. his podcast. Or there. We don't know if it's their a podcast male, virginity. female, uh, or non-binary. We broke their virginity. <laughs> we broke their podcast virginity. Uh, I immediately fell in love with your show because it reminded me of conversations my friends would have about Star Trek. Aww. After checking out a few other podcasts. Well, okay, this is a little... Okay. No, do it. Down. Come on. Okay. Give us after our flowers. Che- after checking out a few other podcasts, I can safely say that your guys' show is gold. I look forward to your episodes yeah. each week. 
That's very nice Aww. of you to say, dude. Thank you. Uh, the episode that deals with Barkley's hollow addiction is one of my favorites. On to my question. How many hollow crew members do you think Barkley banged? Love the show. Keep up the great work, Dieter. Mm. Mm. I think at least everyone in there he <laughs> is <Every> banged. <laughs> everyone in that in the in the, the simulation, in the simulation that we, we saw. Because I think he might have gotten curious and be like, what would it be like? To have sex with Riker. Oh, to like suck Picard's dick or something? <laughs> it, it's like Joe Dirt. He's like, hey, you, show me them titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and then God. That's, that's how you get into the I curiosity. I mean, he looks a bit like David Spade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also reminds me a little bit of Remick from season one. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just a yeah, little bit. Looks little like he'd be related to Remick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, Remick-ish. Yeah. yeah. And if it's his fantasy, there's 100% he's not sucking Picard's dick. Picard is sucking his dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, I like that's that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's, the domination he's probably side. like, now get yeah. on your knees, everyone. Yeah. Everyone on your knees. Okay. Not, also, Picard? though, this is a side note. Is there like a, a, like, um, a deeper meaning to having the musketeers there? Like, is that like some oh. kind of symbolism? Yeah, it's, it's, that, a, like, it's a threesome. I'm not getting. Threesome. <laughs> one for all and one yeah. for <laughs> three for one and yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I, a circle jerk thing. It, I, I don't mean, know if there's like some deeper symbolism there because it was such a th- clear fucking choice to have like yeah, three I'm not sure. Maybe he, he likes old timey shit. Seems yeah, to. I don't know. I just I feel know. like there's something deeper there we were supposed to TNG get, loved referencing like old literary stuff all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's just that randomly. Like yeah. they wanted to have a Sherlock episode just to have a Sherlock episode, right? There was no other reason. Yeah, they were weirdly they stuck to. in the 20th century <laughs> and like, <laughs> you know, the earlier parts of the 20th century at that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, back and to him, the question. Him. I mean, if there's no rules, uh, he, yeah, he fucked everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Everyone. <laughs> At least everyone he works in engineering too, probably. Yeah. Like who is the who's yeah. the like like who is oh, like he probably banged yeah. Terry Hatcher? Yeah. For sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. oh my god. Yeah, because she, she's she's sure. a she's a transport officer. So yeah. 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 And then, okay, um, that's that's a win. The, that 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 girl that Jordy used to talk to, but she's oh, yeah, no longer the, on the, the show. The girl with the three boobs in Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Her. Uh, I forgot her name, but yeah. Sonia? Mm-hmm. Sonia, Sonia yeah. Gomez. Yeah, that's Red, her name. Red Sonia. Yeah, that's right. It's a Gomez. Yeah, Sonia Gomez. And then oh, you also- haven't gotten to the you haven't gotten to the game, right? Oh the no, we haven't gotten to the game. No. Okay, then we can't talk about <laughs> oh, who's very fuckable in that episode. Oh. <laughs> oh. We know who Scott has is in, in his holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's also funny. Sarah and I just had noticed last episode. Um, the one, the Tin Man, which is, you know, as we all came to the conclusion was a, a shit fest. Uh, it was really funny <laughs> because they also definitely had a lower budget in that episode, especially for actors, because all of the, all of the extras they had for engineering, they were not talking. It was Jordy basically yelling out orders and everyone on screen just mm. nodding because they couldn't pay them enough to have a, have a line. <laughs> nobody respond no one is responding yeah. no because well, that would mean know. they have to pay them beyond scale do what you gotta so. do <laughs> uh, that, that feels like a really weird strike <laughs> yeah so the, yeah so but but he's also fucked all those at, at those those engineering like if people you talk, who didn't you're talk. A scab <laughs> 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 don't, don't fucking cross the line and talk. <laughs> you talk yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Uh, all right. Oh, Vader's well. going to knock down that fucking thing. <laughs> oh, what, no. What? Vader. Oh, Vader. Oh, he did. Vader. Yeah, I scared you. You thought he was going to knock over your, yeah. your Titanic stuff. This did not become a no, Star no, no. Wars mm-hmm. podcast all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's uh, very good. That's his little Peter's. spot where he, he so stares he's just at me on the couch. Okay. He stares mm-hmm. at me, and that's his, you need to start paying attention to me. Feed me. Do something. <laughs> oh, he's so uh, cute. Me spot. So he's just All right. Out. Well, then let's, he won't let's, knock anything let's, over. let's start wrapping this up then for Vader's Vader's sake. a cat. Sorry, Vader's my black cat. Look at this uh, 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 eight. Oh yeah, we didn't rate it. I give it. I give it like a nine. I, I really okay. enjoyed the episode. I think it's a lot of fun. I think technically it has few flaws. So I think as also as a, I think the technical exposition of the episode is really good. I like having a. There's no. There's never been a character like Barkley on the show before. So I think it's good. It's a good addition. Um, yeah, that's what I think. Mm, I'm gonna go with eight point five oh, because. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, yeah, I agree with everything you guys have said. Um, it's creepy, um, <laughs> yes. but it does bring up some good uh, talking points For about, sure, yeah. you know, there's a lot of talking points around ethics of, you know, I think this was a time before like deep fakes and all that kind of stuff. And it does, it brings up a lot of good conversation points to think about um, yeah. ethically. And so for that, yeah, I like it. 8.5. I'm with Ricardo. I'll give it an 8. Yeah. All right. What do you give it, Scott? Did Scott say? Oh, uh, I didn't say. I'm going to give it, uh, I'll be unique. I'll give it an oh. 8.75. Uh, <laughs> eight, seven, five. Uh, I like on it. The strength, on the strength that I, it again, I do love the character of Reg. I think he's great. Um, I think the fact that he's awkward. I think the fact that the only reason he's on the Enterprise is because other captains were trying to stick it to the people on the Enterprise going, <laughs> oh, no, this guy is super cool. You should put him on the Enterprise. I it's wonder, be though, awesome. because I think <laughs> I, I see my the story I made up in my head is that the other captain actually understood Reginald, used him correctly because he is extremely intelligent and was the one yes. who essentially solved the issue. So yeah. I think he actually is competent. It's just I feel like the other captain did know that. And knew how to use him, and was just and is probably like wondering why the other crew does just doesn't know how to talk to him. <laughs> he just he just never found his way on the Enterprise until something happened, and they're like, "Oh, this is why we figured it. Yeah, this is yeah. why he was pawned off on us." No, fair point. I th- more of a joke than anything, just because it was said in, in the script. But <laughs> yeah. um, I I love Reg. I think he's great. Uh, it, just my problem with uh, the only reason I give it some some knockoffs for just for the episode as a whole is. The whole MacGuffin about the broken canisters, mm-hmm. how they, you know, how all the shit happened on the Enterprise, mm-hmm. and then how it was so quickly resolved at the end. A great that Barkley figured it out, but just that it was like all of a sudden he, you know, it was just, it was such a Star Trek trope <laughs> to like the nth degree. Yeah. I, I kind of wish, I wish it was more of a character piece than having the, like this, this accelerated B story to like figure out for him to come out of his shell. That's the only reason. Reason I, I I kind of knock it off uh, a couple of points um, yeah. because because I love Reg as a character so but yeah and an eight seven five it's fair that's fair yeah it is it's it is interesting that the B story is simultaneously too long but also yeah. happens way too fast at the end <laughs> yeah where you're like oh yeah. the the this is it, it's a Voyager ending 
or they end it with, oh, with a lot of jargon. Also, like, why do we always have to have a B story? Like, why do we even need to focus on that? We should this just the first focus. Time, this is the first time in a while they've had a B story. Yeah, they, they haven't had but it in like, a while. Yeah. We should have just focused on his porn addiction. And, you know, also we should have <laughs> talked about, like, nobody really resolved that aspect of it where like i mean i guess he just deleted it and like burned it supposedly except for one yeah i but, think the only the only resolving line is jordy being like glad to have you in the real world today to solve the problem pat pat yeah but i feel like he doesn't have it. any support because he does have an addiction i mean he would go in there when he was supposed to be working and to me if it does interrupt your real life well ostensibly um, his actions know, at the end of the issue. episode are his like road to recovery yeah. yeah, but like, like is that really, I mean, yeah, but then he saved an episode. So yeah. I don't know, you know, I think, it's kind of like I think, a weird. Yeah. I think what you're meaning is that thematically the two didn't really tie together. I, I think because like the actual ending of the B plot doesn't thematically sure. tie I just in. wish yeah. he had more yeah. support if people really did think he had this issue. Then why well, are people I don't people think helping porn him? addiction was no much one of thinks, a concept yeah, in 1990 no, either. <laughs> also, I don't think nobody nobody gives a shit that he has that he has an addiction to it. They're like they're yeah. like just learn how to yeah. fucking be in time, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah, like yeah. that's the yeah, only reason why they the even get it. That is, that is the moral of his story: is I will be on time. Yeah, like be on time <laughs> and do your job. I guess that's why he imagined an empath because apparently no one's empathetic towards him at all in fucking <laughs> real life. Because. I mean, me, I would be like, you know, why aren't we helping this poor guy? Like, we should try to do something here. Like, not me. I'd be like, let him be. He <laughs> likes to crank it out a lot. Fucking let him be. Just get him a watch <laughs> with an alarm clock. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just be like, listen, we will interrupt you if you're late. Yeah. So, we will <laughs> pull you out of there. <laughs> you want us to call you five seconds later? definitely Larry, pull dude? him out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with your dick in your hand, we will yeah. pull you out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, God. Yep. We will pull you back into this meeting. No, first we'll pull you out, then we're going to pull you out. Yeah, yeah. And, we'll, and we'll pull you off. <laughs> oh, pull uh, you out, out and off, okay? Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. And Do we have left. any more? Do we have any more letters? <laughs> we don't. We don't have any more letters. Like like any the cards. fan mails. Uh, well, did we get know, any more fan mail? We have them. We have them. We just have a queue going. So, so thank you, Dieter. Any more flowers? No, any more not people? this. No, any, for, that's, any more that's, flowers that 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 is weed? No. <laughs> <laughs> no? Did anybody send us weed? Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you for the email, Dieter. And also, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, if you like other stuff we're doing, uh, we we have the Fugitive Frames Film Podcast. Jackie, uh, what the fuck? Why didn't you email us this week? <laughs> it's in the queue, I think. Leave Jackie alone. Just Leave kidding. Jackie I'm alone. Just kidding. I know you're busy, Jackie. I know let you have Jackie, a life. Okay? Let Jackie on her shit list. So <laughs> it's true. The last um, thing she sent break. us, we 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 got on her shit list. And not oh, only that, yeah, I realized true, that the true. week previous, you called her letter ber- like berating us too long. <laughs> yeah, Marvin's rude. Marvin's totally rude. I get it. She has I get every it right to be break. furious with us right now. Furious. And if anybody Jackie? wants to send an email to ask me a specific question, we can address that on the next episode I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw yeah. that out there. Yeah, that, you can do that for sure. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. Always send Scott. Anyone's got any a question emails. for Scott? We are always taking questions for Scott. We'll put it in the queue. <laughs> yes, you know what? Definitely. No. And we'll answer it while <laughs> no. Scott's not here. <laughs> yeah, we'll answer it. We think yeah. Scott would have Scott would have called this person a piece of shit. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Scott said this was a dumb question and he just refused <laughs> to answer yes. it. Scott uh, would be answering right now, but he's muted, so we're gonna answer for him. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. 
So Aww. the Fugitive Frames Film Podcast, we have that Canon episode coming out. Yep, next and week. We will, we will or likely, this week. yeah, sometime, and then we will likely be recording that everything everywhere all at once thing sometime. Yay. Things are coming. <gasps> Things are coming. Mm. Oh, have you seen it, Scott? Have you seen it? Yes, I saw. Oh my god, I saw everything everywhere all at once at the CityWalk IMAX. It was mm. introduced by oh why can't i think of her name uh is it Help was me. it wesley snipes because he's not in it <laughs> I think i'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank because i'm in star i'm in star Danny wars Trejo. star trek His world name. um are you talking about Halloween. Michelle no M- michelle pfeiffer <laughs> no michelle was it one of the characters it's, in the it's movie? not a michelle it's, oh, it's it michelle? Uh, the other actress in First the movie thing. oh <laughs> Tim? Oh, the, the the one who played her daughter. From Halloween. So, 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 oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, Jamie, Jamie Curtis. Lee Curtis. Curtis. Jamie oh. Lee Curtis. Scott. Oh, oh my god. I know. I know. That's I'm fun. sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, Are you serious? Though? Well, that's it gets awesome. better. It gets better. So, so, so it was a it was a nationwide thing where they had like half a dozen like IMAX theaters that were doing like this nationwide. Oh, cool. We're going to show oh, the movie. My god. So Jamie Lee Curtis came out, introduced the movie, and said, uh, "You know, Kiwa Kwan is going to be here." Um, um, Finn Wolfhard is going to do a Q and A, and one of the producers is going to do that with her. With them, um, unfortunately, Michelle couldn't be here because she got COVID, so she couldn't make oh, the, no. make this Q and A. Movie ended. All right, great, everybody, we're here. Oh, by the way, Michelle doesn't have COVID; she's here right now, and so Michelle oh. Yo was there. Oh, she shit. came out. She came out and was like, she walked through the audience the and was giving people I'm COVID. So, I can't I'm believe they so pulled jealous. another Michelle from another reality who didn't I'll, have I'll COVID. Send you a, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I took some pictures. I'll, I'll send you guys oh, some pictures on the, on oh, the chat and everything. God. It was it was a really cool. It was a really really cool um, Q and A, and they talked about the movie was fucking incredible. And yeah. the, the Q and A yeah. was really cool. The Daniels really always cool. deliver. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. My I'm God. so jealous of your experience. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. That sounds so fantastic. fun. Yeah, I'm cool. so jelly. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I really enjoyed this mo- the movie a lot. Yeah, it was good. And well, I love it that good. it's getting the attention that it's getting because it's such a, you know, it's an A24, like, who oh, would know definitely. about this movie and people yeah, are like, I, th- I feel like I feel like they it. should have honestly gotten similar attention for Swiss Army Man. It's just yeah. the distributor oh, just didn't Army push it too. the same way <laughs> an A- A24 would push it, right? So, yeah. Um, I feel I like think, Swiss Army Man's a little harder to, like, get behind for general audiences, though. I guess so. But it's just such a fantastic movie. Also. I enjoyed this movie more. For <laughs> I, sure, I, I also en- but, enjoyed well, it the, more. But but the but the premise of Swiss Army Man, I think, from a technical storytelling standpoint, is such an accomplishment that you're you're making a yeah. story about a man hanging out with a farting corpse, and you f- have the feels somehow. <laughs> like yeah, right. And, and most general audiences I mean, are one, not uh, thinking about that. <laughs> this one's way more accessible now because multiverses have been introduced to the yeah, to the absolutely. general audiences. Everyone understands immediately. If you, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. say multiverse, it's not going to immediately Scott, turn off. What half are you fucking of the talking about, dude? We've been introduced to the multiverse <laughs> with goddamn Jason Statham, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Statham multiverse, dude. We've had a we've had a long time to get used to it. <laughs> Right, starting starting with the transport, starting with crank. So transport <laughs> oh, is even God. before that, right? So well, everything links up to crank. <laughs> that's Retroactively, the, when yeah, that's yeah. the that's the main uh, the fixed. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not crank linear is prime time. Statham. Prime prime Statham. Yeah, yeah. crank is prime <laughs> Statham. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Excellent. He's always uh, he's always got to have static electricity. That's what he's always. <laughs> <laughs> he always has to have car batteries attached yeah. to his nipples oh, in the prime universe. God. Yeah. 
so that's that's a Fugitive Frames film podcast, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Star Trek. Star Trek is in the Jason Statham multiverse because mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, Q. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's all same. in there. Yeah, you've seen everything in there. Yeah, and also we have our YouTube channel, Fugitive Games. There's a we haven't put a video up for a bit, but we will. I swear, it's not um, dead. But, it's not dead. But also, there's a bunch of fun stuff up there already right now. I should mention something new that we didn't do. I think one thing that I think would be fun is if, uh, for example, let's mention a new thing every time. So this week, let's mention 12 Minutes. I think 12 Minutes is a very interesting stream that we did. Where It was. We were very excited. We were very excited. And it got (laughs) really interesting. And then stuff started happening. And then we were like, oh, my God. And by the end, we got kind of mad. We got really mad. I got really <laughs> mad. So <laughs> so that's 12 minutes. So if you want to see that, that's at Fugitive Games. And all the stuff we just mentioned, you just go to FugitiveFrames.com. as links to all that shit. That's at FugitiveFrames.com. So next week, we're going to watch The Most Toys. This is the dreaded episode that Dan was talking about. Boo! <laughs> Um, primarily because it has the trope that Dan finds tiring. And honestly, since Dan pointed it out, I'm going mentally, yeah, he's kind of right. <laughs> and it's not even necessarily like a Star Trek trope either. No, it's not just a like Star Trek trope. Every time I trope, start seeing this sort, general, like that sort of plot happen, yeah, I'm like, Ugh. We know what's going to happen. It's a general sci-fi-ish trope. Oh, okay. Someone's playing mentally challenge? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Uh, not quite. <laughs> that that one it's role a, every year. Uh, I am where? Sam. <laughs> Trope. Or Fanatic uh, starring John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. Uh has anyone seen Fanatic? My God. No. It was is. that the was that the yeah. Fred Durst movie? Yeah, yeah. it's a Fred oh, Durst movie. Oh, that is the yeah. Fred Durst movie, isn't it? It's Get a fucking Durst. nightmare. <laughs> is it? That movie's a nightmare where it's like you because it's a combination of a student film with John Travolta going off the rails. <laughs> that's a, that's the that's the tone of the movie. How could that go wrong? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and and John Travolta basically goes, "Okay, I'm going to watch every fictional performance of someone who is mentally challenged and combine them all into one performance. Go, and, that's, mm. and it's John Travolta channeling that. So there's a lot going on <laughs> in one movie. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 that's good. Next week we're not watching the fanatic. We're watching the most toys. Uh, but until then, uh, stay safe, everybody, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Later, everybody. Goodbye, Thank everybody. You, Scott. Thanks, Thank Scott. you, Scott. Love you, Scott. You're welcome. Thank you, everybody. Good job, Mom. Let's start your holiday <laughs> programs. Yes. <laughs>